Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on? Not much. How are you? I'm great, man. It's hot out there, man. I know it is, man. this show with that it the is. last three days, but Jesus. I, I just know, went out there for know. like two seconds and something in now. my car, and I was like, God, my back is burning. I'm wearing a white t-shirt, and it is miserable. I remember a few years ago, we bought air conditioners for old people. Yeah. We should probably, Somebody should buy one for you now. We should probably do that again. Somebody mine's, should buy one for mine's you. Mine's sort of working. I mean, somehow, it's sort of working. I will tell you, and mine's working, but my ceiling is literally falling apart. Because of all the moisture in the house? You're getting it too cold in there, man. You're getting it too cold. Well, it's always kind of been falling down. You know, like the popcorn ceiling's been up there for, I don't know, since they made the house. So there's been little spots where it would fall down. But then last night, another piece fell down. I'm like, Jesus. When you wake up, are the windows just steamy in your house? Uh, the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Just because of how cool? Because you said you're getting it down to like 60. But Kenny said that wasn't it. Okay. Kenny said he really thinks it's the heat just banging on my house and he's had other people call like it is just banging on that and your popcorn and like a lot of places like if you look at i've replaced that part before yeah so now we just got to go do it it's the heat is killing when they fix it do you have to go because you don't want to do all of it so they have to put the popcorn back up yeah is that what you do just like i guess we'll put popcorn back right because you want to get rid of it but it's too big of a pain in the ass well and the problem is i would do it because i've looked at ways to do it and there's like, you know, you could re-drywall it, but that's a pain mm. in the ass. But there's also like like styrofoam things that look like wood that you can place over it. Yeah, and there's those panels I've seen that, right. look, that look like metal almost. Like, right, uh, but then they have like the... Tin But plates. I would love that because you'd have to put it everywhere. Mm. So like the tin plates all over your house would be a little much. It'd look like, you know, church. Yeah, I don't know But these that. white... I don't know if they're styrofoam, but you're right. They're not wood, but, you know, some sort of some synthetic sort of wood. And you just put them up over it, like almost like you know wallpaper. Lin- no, like uh, linoleum floor, like, lin- like right, yeah. like the, well, the fake wood. Yeah, right. And the same thing, but that I have that vaulted ceiling. Oh. And Kenny's like, it's just going to be hard to get that to match at the top. You have to run another one, and then take out the lights because you have those hanging lights from the center. Like, oh, I'm yeah. sure it costs a fortune to do that. My mom right. has popcorn ceilings, and she's wanted to have gone for years, but it's. It's too big of a job because I right. guess when and they then, do it, it makes a huge mess. Yeah, and, you got to pull all the furniture out and yeah, put down tarps and I mean just a 
two foot by two foot square fell off last night, God, and it was just sucked. a mess everywhere. Like the actual, uh, and you I can know, tell it's not water damage because I can see off. there's no water underneath it. But it's just like falling in chunks to the floor. There's like, a, does it leave a hole in the ceiling? No. Okay, it just leaves a spot where no, all just that a peeled stuff is off gone. Spot, okay. You know, and so okay. like it, it peels, it cracks, and then it hangs and it gets heavier and heavier and heavier, and then it just falls off. I guess at least there's not water behind it. That no, would yeah. suck. Of if you course. came out and well, that's why I was first scared of. But and then the other ones I haven't fallen yet. But then last night when it fell, you know, I did grab a ladder and touch it, and it was dry. So I'm like, and I told Ken, I said, should I be worried about any of this? He's like, no, it's, it's just, just the weather. heat. And Dude, it's brutal. It's brutal. Well, are your kids in school? Like, yeah. are they are they reducing hours at all? I no. saw that like the Kansas City School District, I think, was doing. Maybe they cancel classes. On the national news this morning, they were talking about the Midwest. They were talking about Chicago canceling schools. They mentioned Kansas City in that story. I don't remember what, exactly what they were saying. I didn't know that they said a lot of schools got rid of uh, outdoor activities. Well, yeah, no kidding. You can't go outside right now. It's way too hot to have recess outside when it's like this. Right. But I'm surprised that more schools haven't just said, don't come to school. I guess their AC must work where your kids go to school and everything's fine. I heard it was they, out at one point, but... Well, then they would have to cancel school. I don't know if they fixed it or not. They can't, When I was a kid, we had a really hot August one year, and they had to cancel. Like We started school, I think we went for like a day, maybe two. And like, we're not coming to school next right. week. We're just, they're going to delay it another week. Because we had the week of just like this. It was like 105 degrees. Right, and I hear these people talking about in Chicago. Like, in Chicago... They may hit triple digits, and if they hit triple digits, it'll be the first time they've hit triple digits in August and whatever, 20 years, 30 years, whatever they said. I'm thinking, we've been having triple digits here. It's been hot. Although, again, I know other parts of the country have got it worse. If you live in Phoenix or a suburb of Phoenix, i got to think that you're wondering, is my house going to be worth anything 10 years from now? Do I need to sell it now? I was thinking about it with where we live. I was thinking about it yesterday. I was like... If, if this global warming thing continues to just escalate the way that it has, with all these storms and then all these hot temperatures, are we going to have to move? And if so, like all my money that I have is in my house. That's it. That's oh, basically yeah. my savings account, right? So in two years, they're just going to say everyone's getting the hell out of well, here. Well, no, I think it'll be okay here because, you know, the other bad part of global warming, obviously, is, you know, water. Yeah. Coming into Florida and California. Yeah, so they're going to have to move here. We're just going to have to live where it's hot. Uh, uh, yeah. So our pri- you know, as the coasts evaporate, yeah, it's our, crazy. we're actually in a, you know, we'll be beachfront. Yep. Yep. I mean, I guess it's like the tool song, right? Yeah. Learn to swim. I mean, if you live in the desert, though, and you, you live in Phoenix, I know there's other places in the desert that people live, but all I see on the news is, okay, they've got these temperatures, 115 degrees. How many, how many days, Snowcone, were they talking about? Remember last month we were watching that thing that was talking about how many days it was like over of triple digits the that they had in a row? It was yeah, like it was 20 days. It was crazy. And then on top of that, they talk about how they don't have any water, these droughts. You know, There's yeah. been droughts in Southern California, droughts in that part of the country. Obviously, if you live in a desert, there's probably a lot of droughts. I think most of their water comes from Colorado. Does that sound right? It's come from the Colorado River. Is yeah, that where they get their yeah, water? Yeah, yeah. And then you got the lake in, uh, what is it, Lake Mead in uh, Vegas, right? That's just, you can look at okay. it and see where it used to be a couple of years ago and where it's at now. Right. And they're just, it's basically dried up and like, oh, we found some more bodies this week because there's no water oh, left. Right, yeah. That's the thing. Like, man, it's hot and you're running out of water. What are people going to do? I guess you're right. At least we do have a river that seems to still be running here. We do still have water. It's only hot, you know, I guess in the summer. In the wintertime, you'll be all right. Right. But, and it's not as hot as long, but still. You can't, well, you can't remember, make it that long. I think it was like two years ago, um, that guy, uh, the big short, 
The guy, yeah, yeah. the guy that did all the studying and bought all that stuff first. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? In the in the in, in the, the movie. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Whatever his name was, I can't remember I his name. Remember and they were yeah. like, You're wrong. He's like, yeah. I may not be wrong, I'm just early. Yes. Uh and he ended up not being wrong just yeah. early. I remember two to three years ago, uh he bought a ton of investment in water. I know they keep saying He's like, that's it. That's, that's, that's it. That's 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 it. That was three years ago and I and I still whenever I think about that and we have these days, I'm like, he's not wrong, he's just early. Right. No, and I saw people have been posting Michael Burry, like, that's right. Yeah. Michael Burry. Like you can go back and look at things that they predicted about global warming twenty years ago. You know, go back and look at things that were mentioned in uh, Al Gore's documentary, right, right? Yeah. and things that other scientists were saying. And a lot of the stuff that they talked about has come true. We're just so used to it. We, uh, you know, and we're, you want to deny it. You look, it's instinctual to want to deny it. You don't want to think that the world is becoming less livable right. because it feels like such a huge problem that we don't know how to overcome. Now, maybe we can overcome it by you know producing less. Carbon, I don't know. But the point is, it doesn't seem like we're doing anything. We don't control other countries and what they do. And they're like, hey, Mm-mm. we're trying to build here. You know, we're going through. It's our time. You guys can't tell us to stop just because you already, well, already and, did right, it. Right, of course, because, you know, we went through the Industrial Revolution. Right. Other places are just going through now it now. they're like, it's right? our turn. Like, hey. Don't tell us not to use fossil fuels. Right. We need them to get to where you are. Right. So it is tough to say I that. I saw the other day, like, world's water pollution. There was a graph, like, who's making the most pollution in the water. Mm-hmm. And... Like, we weren't on the list. Oh, really? Honestly, like, the number one, like, was the Philippines. Really? Like, so it's these countries that are starting to get to, like, oh, we know how to do this now. We're catching up. They're doing all the dumb stuff we did. Yeah. Well, and course. we're like, hey, don't do that. And they're like, okay. Okay, yeah, you whatever. You big, fat, dumb baby. Exactly. You already did it. Nice for you to say now, oh, we right. put some rules in place because everyone's got an AC. <laughs> right, I got it. Right? Yeah, but I mean, China, India, there's a lot of people in those countries and a lot of industry just coming to be. And there, that means there's going to be a lot of carbon from what I can tell. Right. I'm not a scientist, but I have watched TV for the last 25 years and seen that there are still people who don't believe in global warming or say right. they don't believe in it. Say well, that it's not man-made. on uh, Twitch, and if you want to watch our Twitch, twitch.tv slash Church of Lazo, he, he makes a good point. And it's Al Gore is the only person that South Park has publicly said, okay, you're right. <laughs> really? We're wrong. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just think about the number of storms. That's one of the things you can get used to. When they start saying things like, we've had this many more hurricanes than we should normally have. And then the right. next year, it's this many more hurricanes. And you go, okay, you know, uh, you remember when you were a kid, there was always anomalies with the weather. Right. There was always that, you know, oh, it snowed at the beginning of October in Kansas City. What the hell is that about? Oh, it was 105 degrees in Chicago at the end of right. August in 1990. So you can go back and look at that and say, well, this has happened before. It's not unprecedented, except that it keeps happening. Right. And it's happening more frequently. And when you have places like Portland... I mean, what, how many years ago was that now? A couple years ago where they had that summer where it was 110 degrees. They don't have air conditioning. Right. A lot of places didn't Seattle have AC. last year. Seattle. It's not supposed to get that hot there. When mm-hmm. we were there in 06, I, I lived one in a day. brand new apartment, and they didn't have AC in it. And I had one day where I was like, man, we need, we need AC. AC. Yeah. And now, and, and I remember going to work like, what? And they're like, it's going to be a day or two. This never happened. And it was. It was yeah. fun. The next day was yeah. open. They're like, open your windows. You'll be all right. I'm like, yep. okay, get a fan. But why I was still shocked by it. Being from the Midwest, I was like, how is this brand new luxury apartment? Because they don't need not it. Not have They're air beautiful. conditioning. Right. It really doesn't get that warm. It feels mm-hmm. like it's getting warm. Now that it does, ACs, of course, yep, much more popular. Into, They're putting yeah. them into new construction. The portable ones flying off the shelves at Costco. Yep. And then you just think, well, good. So now we're using more energy right. to try and cool ourselves. What, what are we doing? You know, and anecdotally, you know, a, a focus group of one, I think I realized that it was a thing just for me. When I was a kid, like I said, you know, we spent a ton of our summers in Florida on the Gulf Coast. 
And I remember going surfing with my dad and it being cold in the Gulf. Yeah. And I remember then being a grown man going surfing with my dad and it being bathwater. Yeah. And I'm like... That's a big ocean. That's a big thing <laughs> it, to like, heat up. Like in your mind, you're like, "Oh, it's just hotter outside." I'm like, "But how long would it take to heat right that ocean?" You know what I mean? Like it's got. I don't. I just. And I know there could be scientists who's like, "Hey, dummy, that ain't it." But in my head, I'm like, "This is a real thing." And then you know, you read later, like the hurricanes are stronger because the Gulf waters are warmer. Right. Right. It makes sense. And then on top of that, of course, you're not even talking about like the oil spills in the right. Gulf and all that stuff that just adds insult to injury. Yeah, I saw this thing. And I just found it, but the the first big prediction it was from the uh, Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. This was in 1990. They put out their first big predictions, and it basically says that everything that they predicted was accurate. I mean, they were right. really close with all of their predictions about this is how much it's going to warm up. We're going to have 1.1 degrees uh, warming Celsius between 1990 and 2030. All these things. And now, when you look back, I understand at the time maybe you say, "I don't believe this. This is." This is Al Gore making up stuff or whatever it is. It's not true. You're going to believe you know these oil company funded researchers right. and say, yeah, it's just like cigarettes don't give well, you cancer. Also but like, now you've got the evidence. You I go mean, back you can and go back right. and look at you know history when Carter was running. He came yeah. out and said, hey, we have to get off of oil. Yeah, we have to stop using this. Like global warming is a thing. And he came out in a cardigan. Mm-hmm. It was like you know, if you got it's, made fun you, of. Yeah, and they were like, you. Pussy. Right. They put the solar panels on the roof and rain. Came out in a car again. Let's yeah. not use oil for heat. Yep. You know, and then they're like, you oh, You're going to ask us to conserve? That's not what we're about. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. We're not ready for that yet, and apparently we're still not. <laughs> right. You can find old newspaper articles from the 1930s and 40s mm-hmm. talking about, hey, it looks like this all burning all this coal is going to heat the planet because it's going to put a bunch of carbon. The idea of... Global warming has been around for a long time. They understood it. And when you right. see those old, old newspaper clippings where it's like, yeah, we're pumping a lot of coal ash out into the atmosphere and that traps heat. It's going to get hotter. And if we don't do something about it, it's going to keep right. getting hotter and hey, hotter. You know what? That's not new. Let's brighten things up. Let's brighten things bit, up. Okay? I want to talk to you. I got the AC kicked down in here. Well, we got, you got a, a fan, fan on. going. You got a fan on. That's yeah. about it. Dri- yeah. Driving an SUV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your car's the best place to cool off. Yeah. I run a, crank you know, that AC I like down. to crank the AC with the windows down. Oh, it's too hot for Windows Down AC. Oh, man, I blow it right in my face. I love Windows Down AC, but it's too hot yeah. for that right now. Usually mm-hmm. nice, but not now. I want to talk to you about um, Untold. I know you okay. watched it. Yes. Did you yeah. watch it, Snowcone? No. Nope. God, right. you're never up to date. Yeah, this is our job. Our job is to watch this stuff watch and be Untold? aware. Yes. Yeah. Be aware of this what stuff. What people are talking I'm about. I'm caught up on winning time. I'm caught up on the bear. Winning time? When's the last time someone talked about winning? I guess there is a new season of winning yeah, it's time. A okay, new season fine. right now. And I'm watching them. the bear too. All right, people What's like the, the bear. That's oh, the one with mouth. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. On Hulu, we got you got rid of Hulu, the right? One with what? I did. I watched the first season of that. Yeah, that's that was good. good. Yeah, I haven't watched it. See, I'm caught up. I'm You're hit. caught up, Snowcone. You're yeah, all caught up. We'll talk, we'll talk about bear coming up. The Church of Laszlo. All right, so. Snowcone didn't watch it. He wants to nope. talk about Bear. We can do that later. I didn't say I mm-hmm. want to talk about Bear. I said I was caught up. I'm not mm-hmm. even sure what that's about. Is he a chef? Is that what yeah, it is? He's a cook, right? Okay, he's a chef. Yeah, it's one of those things that I put on my list. Brothers restaurant. And I just never. Did you watch it, Lazo? I watched the first season. Maybe not all of it, but yeah, I watched. I mean, I'm aware of it and watched some of it. Okay, but it wasn't good enough that you thought I got to keep Hulu. For well, this. right when I wanted to cancel Hulu, I was like, it was one of the things I thought of. I was like, huh, I would like to see this. I didn't like it enough. Yeah. For Just that to be the only it. thing. No, yeah, yeah. it's good. But it's yeah. not, you know. Well, what about uh, Netflix? Everybody got Netflix still? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you get home last night. Untold was great. You turn I was on Netflix. super excited. And boom, new Untold. And not only was Swamp there a Kings. new one, 
It was four episodes. Four episodes swamped. You, you never know what you're going to get with that. I guess was the last one was the, it a, the Jake like Paul four one? episodes on Florida? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. It was all about uh, Damn, four the Florida Gators and Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer and Tim Tebow. Four episodes and, to do it. Yeah. College football in the South is way bigger than professional sports. When you come to Florida, football is the world here. Everything is winner or loser. Anything less than winning the national title, you're a failure. One, two, three, go down! Florida was not winning. The feeling was that getting Urban Meyer, Florida could restore what they had lost. I needed to build this team. Urban said, I'm going to treat my superstars like superstars, and I'm going to treat my sh- like shit. And now, Sunko, you didn't see it, but what he's talking about there. He said when the players did well, he divided the locker room into two. Mm-hmm. So the, the players that were you know doing good at their workouts, working hard, seemed like they were getting with the program. They got to eat steak and lobster, and they had white linens over the tables. And the other guys who we didn't think were working hard enough had to sit on the other side of the cafeteria on dirty tables and eat hot dogs and hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to treat my stars like stars and going to treat my ass like ass. Yeah, that's what he said. I treat my superstars like superstars and my ass like ass. Yeah. And, and I, didn't, I know nothing about what Laszlo's thoughts are on Urban Meyer going into this. After watching it, I'm thinking... If I had to guess, Laz would probably say he's not a huge Urban Meyer well, Urban Meyer is an Ohio State guy. Right. Yeah. So I don't like him for that. Right. But I've never liked him. But as far as being a believer in his coaching abilities. I mean, you can't deny his ability to win. Yeah. But everywhere he goes, he just leaves disaster. Oh, really? Like, he's that guy. Like, if I coach, if, if Urban Meyer's your coach, you are going to win. And you'll probably win a national championship in college. At least, I mean, he spent a little time in Jacksonville and got fired. And was like, yeah, that didn't last very long, right? Well, because look at the way he acts. What do you mean? Look at the way he talks to those players. Yeah. The way he acts, the way he's just a dick. He did seem like a dick. He's not someone you'd yeah, want to play for, I don't right. think. Right, no. And, but when you go to the NFL, try talking to a guy like that. Right, yeah. Like, yo, I make more money than you. <laughs> right. I, literally, I'm a grown-ass man. Yeah, you I can't got talk kids. to a guy like, like that. And I heard uh, Shannon Sharp say that. Like, why isn't Urban Meyer working in the pros? And he's like, if he talked to me like that, I'd whoop his ass. Yeah, that I'm makes a grown sense. man with kids making more money than you. You're going to treat me with respect. It's a different job. That makes sense. And how you... And then I also think that's changing to a different job. Now, I think he'd have a problem now with the transfer portal. Like, those guys that yeah. he could he could say to that one guy, he's like... He was a freshman, and he's like, I think I rec- it was a recruiting mistake. I wouldn't have taken that him. That made me angry. So, me too. Yeah, Snowcone, uh, in the documentary, they're talking about this kid. I don't remember his name. Do you? Who was no, it? I remember. He ended up being pretty Adam, good. Adam I'm on black. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe that was it. He, uh, you know, he's a freshman, right? Mm-hmm. And the press, of course, is asking Urban Meyer about the team. This guy had, what, what was the deal, Laza? Were they just asking Urban Meyer what his thoughts were on this, you know, Freshman, yeah, because something. he hadn't been in practice a lot. But the thing is, he'd hurt himself. He pulled a hamstring, and this guy's saying, "Look, when you pull a hamstring, it uh-huh. stops you. It stops you in your tracks. You can't go. Like you can't go full speed anymore. There's nothing I can do. It happens. You're running full tilt. And the only thing that'll heal a hamstring is time. It's just uh-huh. time. You need some time. So he's, you know, during practice, pulls a hamstring. Urban Meyer gets mad at him apparently, and then when the press asks Urban Meyer about this he's kid, mad at him for pulling the hamstring, yeah, like because he's not practicing hard enough. You know, what's your problem? Work harder. And so the press asks him about this kid. And he's like, yeah, it was probably a recruiting mistake. This kid has to read that in the paper. Like, dude, what a dick, man! Right? What I mean, an he, he did not seem like he would be a fun guy to play for at no. all. And I'm not positive that there's any evidence that shows that being a dick is the only way to have a successful team. There's got to be coaches that people loved playing for that were fun. And, and in this documentary, over and over again, they kept coming back to Urban Meyer getting to these points where he's in his head. 
the, the team is in their head, and then he remembers what his mentor said. Just let, let it go. go. Just let go of it, right? right. And basically saying, try and have fun. some fun. You got this far. And that yeah. seemed to be his, like, he kept going back to that. Like, well, then why didn't you ever take that to heart for longer than a few minutes? You right. know, you kept telling yourself you had to write it down on a manila He just doesn't seem to be able to folder. do it. No. You know? The, the whole and yeah, as I training. watched it, I'm like, yeah, he's good at what he does. He's good at what he does. But it I worked. was like, you know, if my kids were great high school football players, I wouldn't let them play for Urban Meyer. I'd say no way. That's fair. I just never got the vibe that he cared about those kids. No, it absolutely seemed like this is a guy who doesn't mind. He's not even trying to hide the fact that he's getting rich off their free labor. Right. And, and there's no like sympathy for them and what they're going through at all in any yeah, way. It doesn't, doesn't come seem. out with him looking good. It doesn't at all. These workouts where these guys kept saying, you know, it was like training for the Iraq where we're going to fight just, we're gonna on put the them on the mats and you got to fight, fight like, one another. And then we're going to work out from midnight to 2 a.m. and you're going right. to keep going. I thought that was kind of cool Tebow said he loved it and Tebow I do think said that was good like, like the idea if you said hey you don't have to come to these we're gonna work out midnight to two I liked the idea and the guys were like hey that kept us out of the bar that was we during the time we had partying. a good time and I was like you know what that's a good idea if you said hey you can come and work out you know we're gonna open this up and guys are gonna go at it but like the and then I just a lot of the stuff in uh, the way that he acted I was like yeah I don't love this he had guy. some redeeming Traits, I thought. Like I thought he, when he's talking about why he didn't want to kick players off the team for I got behavior, that. I believed him. I did too. I, I thought when he him. said I did it to this other guy, and he then and he overdosed. died. He overdosed because yeah. I took football away from him. That'll always be on my plate. He felt like he was remorseful for that, that, but also, I mean, not remorseful enough to care about these other kids. He just I, didn't I know, kick them off the, the team. I know that's you know. So I know nothing about college football. I don't watch college. You know, football. I think there's some things they left out. Me living in Florida for so long and living. So I lived in Florida and was my girlfriend went to Gainesville. Okay, my roommate went to his nickname was Gator. Like everything in my world, and I've been to so many games there and been to the Purple Porpoise where you walk out, you're allowed to go there and then come back during games drinking. Like yeah, I've been in that. But when I was there, it was Spurrier. Yeah, which and people, so people loved. They loved them and. Um, you know Spurrier Snow Cone, right? Mm. Steve Spurrier. You, at least the name doesn't even sound familiar? No, oh, I bit. figure if it, I know it does him, then sound you familiar. must. Okay. All right. And so, you know, so I was there for that. And that was, you know, they were great. Yeah. They were great. The, and then they, they went through this t- the rough patch, and then Urban Meyer came to fix it once Spurrier left. You know, it's just one of those things where I was like, it just, it, it, the whole vibe of that thing didn't feel the same. Like, it felt like, you know, those players and the things that happened around Spurrier was a lot more fun. Like that that was a better And dynasty? so when you say, like, um, is there another way to do it, I think they could have gone into that and they left that out. Like, here was a coach that was wildly successful, right, who also got mad and worked at his players, but he wasn't Urban Meyer, and they both did it at the same place. Yeah, exactly. You know, so how are they going to do that? You know, and, and so I thought that was not, but I, I, I thought it was really good. It gave you some insight to Tebow. It gave you some insight. I mean, the Chris, I didn't know that about Chris Rainey, the running back. Like, he was born in prison. Yeah, that's crazy. You know? And yeah, Urban Meyer story. felt like he cared about him. Let him you know, he, he came, came over to his house, house every week. Watched cartoons with his kids, all right. that stuff. Yeah, it's So there are some redeeming qualities, yeah. you know. But, no, there were moments where you're like, okay, maybe he's not all bad. But, uh, but overall, still... Not the top choice that you'd want your kids to play for, like you said. No. It's just not. I don't, you know, there was too much disconnect there. 
and just the way that he rode those guys. I understand you got to be tough. And yeah, and, I, and I'm the, the kind of guy program. who likes hard football coaches. Yeah. I yell at him, scream at him, yeah. get him going, let's go. I get it. I went through boot camp. I know what it's like. Those kids can. But it was like I also didn't get the other side of that from him. enough of the other side. Where there was, uh, I care about you. Right. Right? It was just, I'll kill you. <laughs> exactly. That was it. That was it. And it's like, you. I get it. I'll kick like, you off the table. I, I own you. I'll kill you. I'll send you home. You never play football again. There was never that other part where it was like, I own you. You're going to work your ass off. But I love you. I love you. Exactly. I love you. There was none it. of that. Not and really. that's why I was like, I wouldn't let him. Not really. I wouldn't do it. Now, I know nothing about college football, but I got to say. But he probably could have sold me. Well, I was let, you know what I mean? Like if my, if, 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 if my kids were 18, you know, when he was starting, I'd probably been like, man, go play for him, man. That guy's a winner. Yeah. A winner. You know? And so, but then when he called, you, you know, you would have been felt bad. Yeah. That your kid went it's there. The part and about talking to the parents, and then he's like, he just hugs him. He's like, you just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Your so parents like, are the craziest. One of the guys I've ever is met. getting in trouble for drinking, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, so you know, Irvin Meyer comes and he says, I'm gonna have a conversation with your parents. And he's like, <laughs> all right, man. He's like, so you know, my mom and dad. He says they're young. It's his stepdad they, and his mom. They yeah. got, he's like, my mom and dad are all tatted up. Stepdad has like 13 gold teeth. My mom's got 10 of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like, and they show so, up at noon, and they've already been drinking. They're late. He's like, and both my parents are drunk. <laughs> when they show up, they show to up. this meeting for him to tell the parents, "I'm worried about your son's drinking." They show right. up they to show this up meeting. Drunk. They show drunk. up drunk, yeah. and he says, and my mom says to him, "says Urban, <laughs> we ain't come here to make friends. We came here to win a national championship. And if you ain't gonna do it, then get out of my son's way. Yeah, and get my son in the NFL. And get and my son out. in the NFL." So he's like, okay, and he leaves, and he said, Irvin Meyer comes and just gives the guy a hug, and he's the like, player. I've never met crazier parents in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep doing what you're doing. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was really funny. Yeah. But, I, I, you know, I've wanted to like college football for a long time. It would give me more football to watch. I've just never had a team that I th- – I tried right. with Arkansas. Kind of hard to watch some of the games. My brother went to Arkansas. Yeah, I, you know, a lot of them were televised, but it's just difficult. And I don't know why that is, Snowcone. You grew up in this area. Mm-hmm. Were you ever really into college football? You liked KU basketball. Yeah, I'm a KU but fan. But did you ever so. watch college football? Never. Did you ever? And is that just because Never. the teams weren't good? It's weird. You know, that guy was talking, that journalist says, college football in the South is bigger than uh, NFL. And we know that. But it's also big in places like Michigan, right? If yeah. and Ohio. I had a good team, then I'd, I'd probably be into it. But yeah, yeah. I mean, family. is that is that all it was? Is just not Very having probably. a competitive team? For, probably. Uh, but there are those places where I feel like they root for their teams and they they stink it up well, for a, a lot, lot of, of years. But they may not have pro teams. Yeah, that's of course that's the obvious thing. Now in Florida, they do have they have Tampa, pro teams, but their college good. teams are good. Right. That's just it. So if your college teams are if better college than your pro good, teams, then you're, then you're, or even just. Competitive, then you follow them, right? right? right. Like you know, mm-hmm. the, the Gators have the coolest colors. Uh, the Chomp or whatever the hell they call yeah. it is awesome. Calling Gator the, bait, calling the is that what it is? Gator bait, calling the stadium the swamp, the swamp, the, it, the whole thing. I'm like, all right, you guys got this figured out. It would be easy the, to be. I a mean, Florida the new fan. logo's great. They haven't, they made, but the old logo with Albert the alligator it's that awesome. used to run around. It's like, awesome. Yeah. yeah. So once again, it was fun to go to those games. I've I've been to Chiefs games. I've been to other games. There are eighty thousand people there. The one thing I will say that when I would go to the Swamp, and, and now maybe that changed after Spurrier and they got bad, but when we would go to games there, I don't think I'd ever been in a place. Now, Chief Stadium is wildly loud. Don't yeah. get me wrong. And yeah. great fans. But it can get super loud and then calm. Then super loud and calm, mm-hmm. like, right? Yeah. Absolutely. When I would go, it would just be 80,000 people screaming the whole time. The entire like, time. Like, they did not stop. Yeah. You were like, what is... Like, you don't even stop when your team's on. Like, it's just screaming. Yeah. 
It, that was something that was pretty shocking to me. I'm putting this on my bucket list. I want to go to a college football game. Oh, man, game. go. So, I mean, I could go to KU. That's pretty close. Or I could go to yeah. Columbia. But I think we should go. Snowcone, have you ever been to a college football game? No. Let's go this year. Go I'll start to... a bucket list because we're getting older. I'd like to go to a college football game. I remember seeing all the I'll tell you where you got to Drive go. to Columbia. Before, they got the tiger tails coming out of their trunk it. and everything. Before they end it. Yeah. Because I, I feel like they're going to. We will go to Jacksonville. Okay. And we'll go for Florida, Georgia. Okay. Which is the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Okay. And they're talking about not doing it anymore, but that entire city shuts down. I'm in. So you have all these Georgia fans, all these Florida fans, everybody went to college there. And I'm telling you, that first time that happened, they said, oh, the city shuts down. It's a party. And I'm like, okay. Like, whatever. Whatever. You know what I mean? Third biggest party in the city. Yeah, just like every city. I'd never seen like an Applebee's put out tents in their parking lot with kegs and TVs for a week. For, because Just, of this game. Yeah, come and celebrate. It's Georgia-Florida week. That sounds week. like fun. Tents outside of Olive Gardens with kegs in them. Yeah. You're like, the entire city is nothing but drinking for a week. And they I'd shut like it down, and it then does the game like is fun. out there. It's a ton of fun. I, mean, I think, you know, we're missing out, Snowcone. You like football. I like football. Right. Neither one of us watch much college football. We should start, and we should go to a game. That would help. The thing is, yeah. I know you're going to want to go to a KU game, but if listen, no, well, KU's going to be good this year. Let's go to Ohio State. You want to go to Ohio State? Yeah, yeah, Michigan, Ohio, Ohio State. Yeah, you go you to got, that hey, game. I plan on going because yeah. I have the boys for Thanksgiving. Every time I have the boys for Thanksgiving, Sports. and it matches with a home game, we go. You guys can come with me. Mm-hmm. You wear Ohio State jersey. Oh, not a chance. But Michigan fans aren't going to. Michigan fans are nice. Okay. That, okay. I'm honest to God. They won't. Okay. Nobody's going to attack you. Okay. Last time we went, there was three guys with Ohio Let's State jerseys behind us. Yeah. Nah. So just go. I can't even play along, Snowcone. No, I can't. I can't. I can't I, what's the like about it? I don't, well, I don't, I don't like that they say. I've got a Michigan fun. shirt already. You I don't like the whole that v, Michigan shirt? Ohio State. I hate it's that. It's stupid. It's, it's really stupid. It's a stupid state. And yeah, they're good at football, but I already got my Michigan shirt. Now, the one thing, and I know we got to take a break, but the one thing I thought was interesting about that. Yeah, I was going to say, watch that. You don't have to be a sports fan once again or college sports. But the stuff they left out. Yeah, I mean, I know they did four seasons, but they were like Aaron Hernandez went there and he got into a bar. Like, they don't quick. talk about Aaron Hernandez any more that's than it. that. Like it's just Tebow saying maybe they should have got him out There's of there quick. Right. Yeah, and they say the greatest recruiting class ever, and they mention Cam Newton. Yeah, once, but they don't talk about how Cam Newton got in trouble for stealing a laptop, yep. got kicked out of school, and then went back to Auburn and beat them. Yep. Like I was like, oh, when they mention Cam Newton, we'll start they're the going to come back to. Then when they went to Auburn, Cam Newton kicked their ass. They don't mention that. It's just Tebow. Percy Harvin physically attacking the coach and choking him out. That guy, they talk that. about Percy Harvin all the time. Mm-hmm. Percy Harvin attacked the coach and Did choked him that. out. Right. They left a lot of that stuff out. Like, I'm sure that they, they had did to say we got final... in trouble a lot. But they left like, hey, you left a little on the and that they covered stuff table up. with Aaron Hernandez. Cam Newton and Percy Harvin. Like, you left a little bit of that I stuff out there. I just assumed that the school or Urban or someone had final say on what goes in the document. We'll do it, but here, you know, we get final say on what gets put in there. Because right. they did skip over all that. I kind of thought they must have had some say. Because they right. really glossed over that stuff. But All right, yeah. Snowcone. Sorry, we'll take a break. The Church of Laszlo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yo. Yo. All right. I know that people have put these things out before, and it's I got real excited for a second. Why? Because Colin Coward's show is on behind us, and I saw a picture of Ned Yost in a Royal. I was like, they fired the manager. And then they're (laughs) like, no, they're just talking about how bad he sucks. That's all. It was like uh, some sort of trivia Some team that's only made two playoff appearances in 30 years, and obviously that was with Ned Yost, so. The only thing I saw about Royals news when you said you saw something was they, they released a new rendering of the stadium. It looks awesome. What they think it should look like. And that's really it. It's all stadium news. And then I saw that the and Yankees... Bobby Witt Jr. is legit. They, Bobby Witt gets talked about quite a bit. I right. have seen him. He's been talked about almost every night. And then the Yankees, I saw they're in the news. Yeah, they're now good. Because they've lost how many games? Nine, in a row, nine or ten, ten in a row. row. And that's some sort of record. Like with the last time they did that was 1980 or 82. I thought... It, you know, when I see that many losses, I just thought like, yeah, teams do that. But I've been a Royals fan for so long. Yeah, I think yeah, well, ten Yankees losses have been in a good row. for so long too. Yeah, but every now and then you're going to lose ten in a row, right? Uh, I guess not because it's like, they said it hasn't happened in like forty years. Uh, okay, the greatest. I think I know your answer to this because we've talked about it, uh, but it's been a long time. But the greatest movie soundtrack of all time. They put out singles. a new one. You say singles, right? That's what I thought you would say. I think is so. singles. Snow Cone, greatest mm. soundtrack of all time. God, I don't know. I have to think about it. Well, um, Pretty in Pink, Some Kind of Wonderful. Those are great, right? You can e- easily put those Some Kind of Wonderful is good. This is from Up Rocks. And uh, how many did they do here? It's the top 10. So I'll just start at 10. Uh, a Hard Day's Night, 1964. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number nine, Train Spotting, 1996. You know what? Mm. I don't remember. I had that soundtrack. What the hell was on that? That was a good soundtrack. That, yeah, though. but that, a lot of people have that soundtrack. Oh, yeah, Iggy Pop was on there for sure, obviously. But I remember a lot of people having that soundtrack. Now, the next one is an obvious one, Dazed and Confused, number eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, a lot yeah. of people That's had that. Yeah. But you got to remember, too, if you were young when that came out, that was kind of your introduction to classic rock, the mm-hmm. 70s. Mm-hmm. You know, what it looked like, and what it sounded famous. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And Almost Famous, which was, I think, a little bit later. Because Dazed and Confused was like 93. Yeah. It was yeah. early 90s. But, you know, I was 10 or whatever when that movie came out. I was obviously aware of classic rock. We mm-hmm. had classic rock radio. But that movie gave me my first real kind of mm-hmm. visual. And what's crazy to think about, I just saw someone posted this the other day, and I was telling Laszlo, but Dazed and Confused comes out in 93, right? Mm-hmm. So if you made Dazed and Confused now, it would be about kids in 2006. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, that is so crazy. Snowcone, you and I have talked about this, but the decades stopped having this definitive look somewhere yeah. in the 2000s. Yeah. Maybe we'll look back and say, no, 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 the 2000s did and the 2010s did, but I don't think so. Yeah. We knew what the 80s looked like by like 1994. Yeah. We knew. It already had that definitive look. We knew what the 90s looked like by 2003, for sure. But I don't think that we know exactly what the 2000s looked like or the 2010s right. or that they looked any different. But Days of Confused is a good one. Uh, High Fidelity, is that in there? Dude, not on the list. That's I thought for sure. I didn't know if that would be yours or if it would be singles. I figured it would be one of those two. Great. But it's not on here. Number seven is American Graffiti. That's, that's a very that's, that's a good great. soundtrack. Very popular. You know, interesting thing about that movie, and I've read, but I, you know, somebody could correct me if I'm wrong. But that uh, one of the things about that movie is that the music never stops. Oh, okay, yeah, you told me that. Music underneath. It, okay, it. so you told me that. And I went back and watched some of it, and I think it's true. No, because the radio, at the very least, the radio will be on in the background, and you'll hear music playing in the background. But no, I I think you're right. They go to the drive-in, and you can hear music from somebody's radio, and then other Mm -hmm. times they just play music. But yeah, I I had never heard that before, and then you told me I just kind of wanted to check, and I was like, yeah, it looks like maybe that's true. And there is a scene where he takes that girl out to the field to make out or whatever, uh, and I, I was thinking that maybe the music stopped there, but I think... At least when I was watching it, the radio was still on and you could hear it in the background. So American Graffiti's number seven. That's 1973. Boogie Nights. Now, Snowcomb, that's your favorite movie. 
Did you have oh, the soundtrack? Yeah, Why didn't I say that yesterday? Um, you what? No, I didn't have the soundtrack. You watched Boogie Nights yesterday? No, I'm saying when you asked me yesterday, my favorite movie was. I don't. I oh, for you forgot? Reason. That's yeah. my favorite movie. I have no idea what's on the soundtrack. The Boogie Nights soundtrack. A lot though, of saying, funk, disco. Yeah, I mean to be in the top ten and putting it above Days and Confused. Good. Let it's me really just good. look here. Soundtrack, Days and Confused, and it's or not Days and Confused, Boogie Nights. Uh, God only knows. Yeah, the emotions, uh, Silver Convention. Okay, so it's a lot of funk stuff. Yeah, a lot of funk. Uh, Richard Gilka, Sterling Vocal Band, uh, Melanie, Three Dog Night. That has Melanie, yeah. Andrew Gold, Elvin Bishop. Yeah, okay, so I get the idea. That's not necessarily one that I would have ran out and mm-hmm. bought at that time. I didn't get Empire into that Records? Older. Is that on there? Not on here. Yeah. Not on here. That's a good one. Yeah. It's, it's a really mm-hmm. good one, but it is one. I feel like that movie, I don't want to say that it's polarizing, but it seems like a lot of people don't treat that movie like a classic like Jeremy's favorite movie of all time i think i, I, I mean, think so i think people treat it like a, you think like, they do yeah they do that rex manning day I mean, you can't no, get yeah, away it from definitely it. felt like it created it, it there was a cult following yeah. and it became a cult classic uh later on but it's just yeah i don't know I, that must just be a perceptual thing for me i just remember at the time did, did people like it when it was new i guess that's yeah. my thing they did yeah. it was popular when it came out yeah, I, in sure. my mind it like just kind of got okay reviews and wasn't a huge movie well, i don't though. know if you know, Cisco and Ebert liked it, but, you know, kids who were drinking and watching mm-hmm. movies liked it for sure. Yeah. What year did that come out? Because it's not on my list. Did you? Does no, it I don't like, have it in front of me. Uh, I'm guessing like 98, something like that. Uh, anyway, uh, no, it's not on the list, but that, Repo that Man? would be a good one. Did that make it? You know what? I don't, Black Flag? I, I don't think, you know, I, I could scroll down because I'm Pablo only doing Picasso the, was never... I'm only doing the top 10. I don't know. These things could have landed further down the list somewhere, but I, I don't, I haven't seen it. Um, so where was I? Boogie Nights. Okay. Superflies number five, 1972. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a good one, right? Yeah, a lot sure. of people probably had that and people probably were still buying it years later. Then here you go. Number four, 1992 singles. Singles okay. is the first one that comes to mind for me when you're talking about great soundtracks, yeah, just because I was a kid, and that kind of had every great band that was sure. going to define the sound of the 90s, right? Right. The late 80s and, and, and then, then kind the of with the, with the Westerberg stuff to what brought it yes. on, you know? Yes. And then the Hendrix in front of it, so you got Hendrix, then Westerberg, then that 90s Seattle sound, and you're like, okay, they yeah. kind of covered it all, you yeah. know, like... This is what, you know... It was really perfect. Where it started, what it turned into, and how it came back. And even yeah. in the movie, seeing well them thought in out. those clubs and seeing Alice in Chains and, yeah. Number three is Pulp Fiction. Now, the person who wrote this says that Quentin Tarantino is the single most influential compiler of soundtrack albums in the last 30 years. Mm. And I, know, I do know you hear him talk about that a lot. His soundtracks are extremely important to him. Yeah. He has it all mapped out. And sometimes I heard him say in an interview one time that he had basically the music to one of his movies figured out before he had I the read movie that figured too. out. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I want it to open with this. And he's got to have the song. Mm. He's got to pay whatever it costs. So because, what number are we on? So that's number three is Pulp Fiction. So there's two that's left? A, that's like two left. Well, I, could, I think I could guess them. Okay. Anybody else? Well, I already saw them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Saturday Night Fever, number two, and Purple Rain. Purple Rain's number one. There, there you go. go. Oh, good job. Saturday Night Fever, uh, nineteen seventy-seven, and Purple Rain, uh, nineteen eighty-four. I mean, those have to be the one. biggest selling soundtracks of all time, right? Yeah, I mean, if I they can't... said Saturday Night Fever at number one, I wouldn't have thought anything of it. No, I, I mean, I've, I've think seen those two it. Are I've seen it come up as number man, one a lot. Purple Rain. I mean, that was a. I mean, that ma- it's just massive. Massive. We and you know, Saturday Night Fever may have fallen out of favor. I don't know a lot of people who are like, I got to listen to Saturday Night Fever soundtrack, right? Right. But 
If you got time, in someone's though, car and they were listening to Purple Rain now, it wouldn't be a big deal. Nope, like, not at all. That's great. And my, everyone's parents, if you're a certain age, had that Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. I mean, it was, oh, yeah. it was everywhere. Just scrolling down, looking at some of the things that would make the top ten. I saw Jackie Brown was teen. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. This guy really likes uh, yeah. Tarantino, Tarantino soundtracks. Yeah. Miami Vice, 1985. Okay. To Live and Die in L.A., 85. That's your Wang Chung, baby. Um, Goodfellas, 1990. Goodfellas, you know what? Goodfellas That did have a good soundtrack. A lot of stones. Yeah. You know what? I would never think to go listen to Me the neither. Goodfellas soundtrack. But when but you watch it, you're reminded. When you watch it, those songs are so great while you're watching. So I don't it's know if it's the greatest the soundtrack to a movie. But it's great for the movie. Right. I don't yeah. know what that question is. Yeah, that's you know what I mean? Like, like is this album great because it's got these songs on it? Mm-hmm. Or do these songs fit the movie so good that it's the greatest soundtrack to a movie? Because if you were to say that... then. If it's what songs really enhanced the movie and made the movie better, Goodfellas would be a good one. one or two. And Quentin Tarantino... Like when he's driving around the helicopter and you're like, okay. Right. And I think Quentin Tarantino, that's the thing with his soundtracks. If you're just saying, like you said, what, right. what makes the movie have the feel that it has, mm-hmm. the, the, the music that's perfect for the movie, to me, that's Quentin. Yeah, yeah right. there are good songs in there, but I never thought I need to run out and buy the soundtrack. Right. He captures good songs. that mood. But yeah, mood. even songs that you didn't necessarily love or didn't know about... Mm-hmm. Suddenly, it makes perfect sense why it's in there. In the top 20, though, uh, Top Gun, 1986, not my thing. Who did I confuse him with? Gordon Lightfoot and who did I think he was? Ooh, I don't remember. Someone died, right, recently? And I thought that he was – I confused him with Gordon Lightfoot. I think I have a feeling Poncho or somebody will remember this. It was in the news. Somebody died. He was like an old, you know, light rock singer. And I realized that they're two different people in that moment. But that's not my thing. I know there were a lot of kids, a lot of adults – that love Top Gun and you know sing those songs. I've seen it done in weddings, and I just, it just wasn't my thing. I'm not a huge Top Gun person. I don't want to say that I hate it, because I don't. But I, I just, thought you loved it for some reason. Yeah, you thought that I loved it. No, I was very excited about the new one, because finally a new movie was coming out that people said was great. The reviews for it were you know amazing, and I'm interested. Yeah, yeah you got a big action a movie. Yeah, I never did see it, though, until it finally came out streaming, so I obviously wasn't that excited. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was fine. I guess too much build-up. I thought it was totally fine. But I guess that's how I felt about the first movie. And then Dirty Dancing's number 20. And again, that's, you know, yeah, it was popular. It was, it was for girls, right? I don't know hmm. if you're still allowed to say that, but Dirty Dancing soundtrack is for girls. The movie yeah, is for, for sure. girls, girls. Oh, and the other one that always makes these lists, and I'm like, did you really drive around listening to this? I guess maybe my dad did, but the Oh Brother, Where Art Thou soundtrack. Mm. You know, I am a fan of constant like sorrow. Yeah, okay, but did you need to listen to those songs in the car? My stepdad had it for sure. What were they, mm. the Soggy butt, soggy, soggy Bottom, bottom boys, boys or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did Pump Up the Volume make that? Let me look. Because that's one of my favorites. Let's see. Pump Up the Volume. I do not see it on here. Hmm. No. Hmm. It's interesting. It took me right back to Pulp Fiction, but I don't see Pump Up the Volume. The, oh, Brother Work. You, got, you saw Pump Up the Volume, right? A long time ago, yeah. yeah that's such a good movie. Uh, Help, 1965. So these old movies, I'm like, I don't know what the hell. Uh, Help soundtrack. Rushmore, 1998. Aren't you a Wes Anderson fan? No. Is that you? Oh, okay. No. I, he's got, that new movie is out on uh, Peacock. Yeah, I don't, I don't Brooke wants to watch it. I said, listen, I think Wes Anderson movies look very cool. But they, they go over my head. Yeah. I liked the Budapest Hotel when we went and saw it at the theaters. I thought it was good enough. Yeah. We watched one recently where it was about a prisoner who was a painter. And I didn't understand a goddamn thing that was going on. I mm-hmm. said, look, I just I have to draw the line here. You can watch Astrid City, but that watch it without me. I saw that yeah, that was the one that he made just before this, right? And, I mean, look, there's tons of people in his movies. I do think they look very cool. Every frame of his films you could turn into a poster and hang yeah. it on your wall. Yeah. They're beautiful. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I don't understand this. Yeah. 
I just well, you like Bottle it. Rocket, right? His first one. No. Everybody like you didn't. Not really. Oh, no. I like that. No, I'm not really into it. I, I mean, again, I don't hate him. I did, that Grand Budapest Hotel. I kind of like. I love Jeff Goldblum, and I love it when he shows up in I his movies. Him. You hate Jeff Goldblum. That's yeah. so ridiculous. Hate Jeff Goldblum. Just, no hate one him. hates Jeff Goldblum. I do. You're just trying to be a contrarian. No, I'm not. Why would I pick that out of the blue? I've told because you that for years. Because everybody loves Jeff Goldblum. I, don't, I, I hate him stuff. in those stupid dinosaur movies. I don't like him. Is that a fly? He's so great. I just great. don't like him. He's just an interesting guy. You don't like the fly? No. The fly is amazing. Like That's a Goldblum. classic. Right. Everybody likes him. It's impossible. No, they don't. Get a lie detector in here. There's no way he I'm dislikes I'm telling you, I Jeff don't Goldblum. like him. Jeff Goldblum's in a movie. I don't want to see him. Oh same with Tom Hanks. It's so he ridiculous. Like Tom well, Tom Hanks. Hanks. Just like I don't Tom like... Hanks makes more sense to me, honestly, than Jeff Goldblum. It's just that one thing at the Oscars. He's a goody goody. It's that Globes. one moment at the Golden Globes. So what? What do you make your decision? That could have been. So you decide who you like or not. Well, you yeah, you made just it based say, on several. You, you hate Russell Wilson for saying right. what did she say? Let's right. ride. You so actually go in and interview okay. these people you don't like Touché. and just make a <laughs> educated guess. Yeah, Touché. I saw something I believe I didn't he like. doesn't like Tom Hanks okay. with a reason that he point. may be stupid, but I believe it. I don't believe that he hates Jeff Goldblum. That's insane. How can you hate Jeff Goldblum? I'm. S- I feel like I need to apologize for that even being said. I don't even know what movie decides. I would like that he's in. I'm you looking at you him You can now. just watch his show on Disney Plus or watch him on Conan O'Brien. Watch him do interviews. Yeah, he's it's a not nice, about his fun guy. Just yeah. like him. He's just a he's just a cool, interesting guy. That's all. Seems like he would be an awesome person. He's to never hang been out in a good movie. Commercials. Yeah, he's literally right, never been in a good com. movie. Apartments.com. The Fly is an amazing the movie. Mo- what about the big? What about the Big Chill? Didn't your mom love the Big Chill? Everyone's mom loved the Big Chill. Yeah, it's not about saying he's like this great actor or not. It's just, do you like him? And the answer no. is yes. Of course you do. I, do, I you don't. You do. And I just scrolled through his entire filmography. He's been doing it for 100 years. I'm like, I don't like any of these movies. Well, None of them. You don't have to like his movies. I'm asking if you like him. No. That's ridiculous. And again, I will apologize. The Church of Alaska. All right. What are we doing? We're getting ready to doom scroll, my man. We've got to talk about the news. I was reading the snow cone earlier. There is some big Trump news. Someone like turned on Trump. They got. Yeah, I saw a, that. You saw that. They got a new lawyer. And I thought the big news was they're going to televise the goddamn. Thing. I know that is big news. And you know what's weird is the only reason I saw that is because you texted it to me. I did not see that pop up they're this morning. It? They weren't talking about the news. The judge, the judge said they're going to televise it. I'm like, and I sent it to Slim as soon as I saw it. Like, I, there's a chance this country burns. Right. That's literally. And I think we answer. should have cameras in there. We should see it. And you know, we're supposed to be able to see it. And I'm good, glad that they're doing it, but it, it, it's going to get bad. Fulton County Judge Scott McAfee on Tuesday issued an order allowing media organizations to televise the trial of former President yeah. Donald Trump and 18 others for alleged election interference. Uh, it's going to get crazy. Again, I think we should see it. I think the American people should see the former president on trial. Ratings bananas. Crazy. Well, not right? only that, I think, but, Matt, you think we're divided now, and you think there's tensions. Wait till that runs. But it's going to be, be before the election. Johnny and Amber? Can it beat Johnny and Amber's numbers? Mm. That's going to be difficult. Yeah, be difficult. I don't know if it'll beat the numbers, but it'll certainly the tension, the boiling point will be higher. Yep. It says uh, McAfee's orders allow recording video images and sound during all or portions of the proceedings. So I don't know if that means that there's going to be times when they say turn the cameras off, but to me that sounds like they're going to have cameras in there and it's going to be televised. And that's crazy. And then this news about this guy that worked for him potentially flipping – and saying it, what it sounds like to me, and Snowcone, mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, it mm-hmm. sounds like at some point he told these prosecutors or investigators, you know, no one ever told me to delete security yes. camera footage. Mm-hmm. And then later got a new lawyer, and the new <clears throat> lawyer's like, you need to stop with this. Well, because the story is that 
He had a lawyer. The lawyer said we didn't do it, yep. right? Yep. That Jack Smith or whatever his name is, right? The prosecutor. He said, I know you did it, mm-hmm. and I'm going to charge you with perjury. Yeah. And your lawyer's giving you, he's giving you bad advice because you're going to jail. Yeah. And then... They give him a new lawyer. They, he got a new lawyer, and the lawyer's like... They know you did it, man. You got to tell the truth. And yep. so then he told the truth. As you always wonder, it's like in those movies, someone's going to take a deal. So mm-hmm. who's going to do it first? You know, well, that's who's what I read about turn? all these lawyers who did like, um, you know, uh, mafia trials when they get to the, the Rico stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, the Rico stuff is that's where they get you. Yep. Because they got 18 people and someone's going to turn. Someone's going to turn. Someone's going to turn. There's too, they, many they There's too many people who know too many details and they'll just keep putting the pressure on. The maintenance dude. Yep. The maintenance dude ain't going to jail, Not right? To like, no. did you hear Gambino say this? And you're like, no, no, no. It's like, you're going to prison for a long time, yep. and don't think that you're not getting what you're getting out here in there, too. So That's when you talk. Right, that's when you talk. And so they said those RICO charges, that's yeah, the how Georgia they get thing. people. Like, there's just more stuff you can do. That's why that Georgia one just seems so huge right. to me. The RICO stuff. 18 and, people. They yeah. can't keep everybody the prosecutor quiet. prosecutor has used RICO like three or four times before. Knows how to do it really? well. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, that, and well, that, it seems that, like that it didn't take too long one. to get somebody to turn already. Mm-hmm. Well, now, that's for the other case, though, right? They got Talking about, that's the documents case, right? The mm-hmm. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the, the, the Mar-a-Lago, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, sounds like someone was saying, "Hey, delete security that's footage number, of us hiding right. stuff." The yeah, no, the second indictment. We'll get you caught up with the rest of the news coming up next. The Church, the Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets, herpes infected monkeys. This is headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo, all right. All right, we're doom scrolling. Let's do it, baby. We were talking about Trump earlier, right? The mm-hmm. the, the, the debates tonight. Is that right? There is. Is it? I think so. I think this what? Who's they, debating? They kept talking about the Republican debate, the Republican and, primary. Yeah, and they who's uh, in it? I don't know. Uh, Meatball Ron, Mike Pence, Mike Pence. Chris, uh, Chris Christie. Christie. The rumor is that Trump doesn't want to go to the debate because he's scared of Chris Christie. Now, who Why do you think started? Who do you think started? Right. Who do you think started that rumor? Yeah, right? right. I mean, that's a good one. I saw that as a headline. I was like, Jesus. he's debated Chris Christie he's right. many right. times. Yeah. Right. It's so fact. Yeah, the fact that they were able to get that though out there as an article, you know, quote unquote article. I was like, wow, that's that's good work from Christie's team. Because his numbers aren't very big, and and Meatball Ron's numbers plummeted after he reorganized his entire campaign. Yeah, that dude went down like eleven percent. I don't understand what's happening there. He's supposed to be the savior, I guess. He's you know, just a, he's just such a politician, he, man. You can't compete he's with all these so indictments. People love the indictments. You know, uh, Trump's a martyr now, I guess. And every time he gets a new indictment, his numbers go up a little bit. And these other guys aren't even close to catching him. So Doug Burgum, Chris Christie, Meatball Ron. Oh, Nikki Haley. Yeah, Nikki Haley's in there. Asa Hutchinson. Yeah. Yeah. Mike Pence. That Vivek. Yeah. Ramswarmy. Libertarian guy. The rapper. Have you heard him rap? Yep, I have. Tim, Tim, Squat. Tim Scott. Tim Scott. Tim Scott. Boy. Mm. Put your money on him, man. The, the odds are against him. He's got to be at the bottom. I don't know People who's at the bottom. Like yeah, maybe. But I, I, look, there's plenty of time, so who knows? Things can change. I don't know. Biden wasn't doing that well, right? He didn't do well changes. on Iowa and then it's, went South Carolina. It changes yeah. all the time. Who knows? So with Trump, though, he's not going to the debate because he's scared of Chris Christie, according to that thing I read. Uh, he's also facing these indictments. And some of his co-conspirators, can you call them Are they alleged co-conspirators? Yeah, Whatever. Alleged. The alleged yeah. co-conspirators have been turning themselves in. A couple lawyers turned themselves in already. There's pictures of them. They got booked uh, in Georgia. And apparently Giuliani is on his way to go get booked. Trump says he's going to turn himself in. 
tomorrow, right? Today's Wednesday. Yeah, he's going to turn mm-hmm. himself in tomorrow. I heard him say, like, they're probably going to arrest me. Right. So I'm like, well, wait, I thought you were going to turn yourself in. But it looks like there's going to be a mugshot because there's mugshots of these other guys. It's just like a normal Joe going in and getting booked for something. And Giuliani, of course, not happy about it. But Giuliani always follows the law. That's the thing about Giuliani. You got to remember. That's right. He's a law abiding citizen. He always follows the law. And if they want him to turn himself in, he'll go do it. I'm fighting for justice. I have been from the first moment I represented Donald Trump. And it is a man who has now been proven innocent several times. I'm going to Fulton County to comply with the law, which I always do. I'll, uh, I don't know if I plead today, but if I do, I plead not guilty. There you go. So I know if he's going to plead today, but Who if he does, he plead. Giuliani. Oh, okay. Man, he just looks I so rough. Say, but it sounded, he sounded different. He looks rough. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- that last six years, however long it's been, mm-hmm. not only did it just totally change everyone's perception of that guy, but it just looked like it was rough on him. It had to mm-hmm. be stressful. You're trying to defend this guy. Mm-hmm. You got everybody laughing at you like, what happened to you? You've got your hair dye running down your face. You've got that woman from Michigan talking about Th- throwing you know, parties at the wrong broken four computers. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like up, nothing's I mean, going right. Everything just kept going wrong for you. You had kind of this reputation. A lot of people didn't like you because they didn't like the stop and frisk and broken windows and all sure. that stuff in New York. And I think that's But you kind of actually but pulled through that because people were like, oh, it's New York, safer. New York got safe again, right? Right. And so, and you know, you know how back. we are. Property values went up. You forget. People were like, we forget. I mean, yeah, it's easy to right? forget all those, you know, kids of color that were being right. shook down on the streets for no reason on their way home from school or whatever right. it was. But it worked. So, yeah, he did have a legacy. You know, after 9-11, he was America's mayor. And now you just see him. Everything's about Trump. Everything's trying to defend what I think is mostly in Like I said a couple weeks ago, I don't think there's been anybody who's had a higher fall from grace than Rudy Giuliani. I don't think like, so I either. don't think. In American history, honestly. Right. I, I mean, even... Because I know people say, oh, Bill Cosby and these other people. But they weren't. Like, Rudy Giuliani was America's mayor, could be president. Everyone, yes. both sides were like... Kind of I like them. Rudy. Yeah. And even though he had done some bad stuff, like really bad stuff, people were like, that, that ain't it, man. Right, but he went after right. the mob and did a good right. job going after yeah. the mob, right? People were like, I like this guy. And then You at least thought them. he was smart. You at least thought, well, look, even if I disagree with him, he's a smart guy, he's a lawyer, he was an effective If he would have won right after that, he'd have won by a landslide. Yeah. But now he's just... But now people are like, what is wrong? You're a rough crazy, shape. weird guy. It's got to be exhausting. And now you're like, all right, I'm in New York. I got to go down to Georgia. I have to go turn myself in. I have to plead not guilty. I have to go through this trial. Like, man, it just keeps going. You're going to be on TV. When you were standing there with that girl from Michigan who was saying, you know, she cleaned computers that were broken or whatever she said. I don't even remember what she was talking about. But in that moment, it's like, dude, you have totally derailed. It's over. Just stop. You can at some point say I'm done. That's why I think Trump has something on him. Because it doesn't make sense for Giuliani to have stuck by Trump's side as long as he did. There were so many times when he should have just said, I'm out. I can't. This isn't. A, I'm not being effective for you. He could have come up with any excuse, but he didn't. And I, it makes me wonder. It's like Lindsey Graham. It just makes me wonder. Does he have something Maybe. on Giuliani? Because it does not seem like a fun job. Maybe so, they just think you know. He's going to win again, which he could. Yeah, maybe. And they're like, you know, in the face of all of this, forget it. Yeah. I'm riding with the winner. Yeah, I guess so. And uh, he's supposed to turn himself in tomorrow, like I said. And we mentioned this earlier, but uh, the judge said that they're probably going to allow cameras and video in the courtroom, which is absolutely crazy. Okay, so there's been, uh, you know, hurricanes. Is it hurricane season? I'm not really sure. I've never lived in a hurricane area, but I think it's hurricane season. California had a hurricane. I think they say probably more coming. Uh, Publix, which is a big grocery store chain in Florida, uh, has said publicly, we apologize and we're going to stop doing something. Now, what was it that they were doing? They were making cakes. Hurricane sale. Hurricane cakes. 
They made hurricane cakes, and they were, yeah, so they're cakes, and I saw a bunch of pictures of different ones. Some of them have, like, a Doppler radar-looking decoration on the top, but a lot of them say, like, go away, you know, Hurricane Andrew or whatever. People are upset about it? It's triggering because people lost their lives, and other people said, no, this made us feel a little little better. You know, tried to bring some levity to this. Now New Orleans get rid of the hurricane drink. Right, I guess so. Miami can't be called the Hurricanes. Yeah, you just got to stop. We've got to stop, people. You're a bunch of pussies. You the, the triggering has to stop. Right. No you one have believes to, you. Look, I'm not. Look, I'm all for you know. We could be nicer. Sure. But you literally have to stop being such a pussy. You have to. You cannot walk into Publix and see a hurricane cake and, and throw then a fit. Cry. No, you, you just can't. can't. You cannot you can't do that here. We have to find. I'm not saying we all have to be my dad. Sure. But we no. got to find a happy medium exactly. here. Exactly. We cannot do this. And I don't believe you cried when you saw that cake. I believe you saw an opportunity and you tweeted about it, you know? Right. Oh, my God, look at this. Because everyone is waiting. They want to take someone down. Like, that's their legacy. What if I, little old me who just works, you know, retail, what if I could get online and take down someone big? And I don't even if know I could if make it's the not, news. It's, if I could show, I get what you're saying. And virtue it's, signal. Right. And also, if I could show how in tune I am. With people's feelings and emotions. Watch right. this. Which like, makes you so unattractive to up. me. I don't know how that It's the same works, thing but... like Jefferson said about censorship. You, you know what? It's never the people. People never say, I'm offended by this. It's always like, what Someone about else. the people who are? Exactly. Right? This don't worry be... about the people who are. Yeah. They'll mention it. Yep. Let but don't be like, it. what about children? Don't worry about them. Right. Stop. Yeah. Their parents will mention it. It's not your children. Right. I want to hear from you. the person. I yeah. want to hear from the person. Ain't the because yet. they don't ever say anything. Right. They're like, no, I don't care. Right. Whatever. It's a cake. It's like radio. You can't say the F word. Nobody cares. Nobody Literally cares. Literally, nobody cares. No. But it's a bunch of people saying that you care. Yep. When you don't care. Nobody cares. Same thing about this. No you one cares care. about the hurricane cake. No one cares that it's the Miami Hurricanes. Uh, the Tampa Bay Devil Rays had to change their name to just the Rays. No one cared about it's the so Devil. Stupid. It's so stupid. No one cares about the Devil. The supermarket chain Publix says it will no longer make hurricane-themed <laughs> cakes due to sensitivity concerns. So in Jesus. the past, the colorful cakes have included messages like I "Go away" or "Leave Florida alone." But now, in light of the numerous deaths caused by the hurricanes last fall, Publix says it'll stop producing the cakes because. They make light of a natural disaster. Some customers have criticized the decision on social media, saying the cakes give people a little bit of joy during a difficult time. All right, here's what I understand. We all are fairly liberal here, right? We've all voted. I used to be. We've all voted for the blues in the past. Do you know anyone in your circle who is part of these groups that gets offended by these things? Every person I know is sick of it. Every liberal I know is like, God, will they shut the F up? This is so stupid. I don't know anyone who's like, no. yeah, they should get rid of that. It's insensitive. They're, I don't know. These is it my age? Is that what it is? I'm just—it's young people that are getting upset about this. Yes, I do believe that. It's just college kids on college campuses. I mean, you gotta stop, guys. You gotta. You stop. gotta stop. You should not be so easily offended. Something is wrong with you. And if some guy and wants to come to college, it used to, to be college, like when we were liberals, we would say, like I remember part of what made me a liberal free was like, speech. if you walk outside and you're not offended by something, you're probably not living in a free country. Exactly. And now we're just taking it and being like, well, I don't want to be offended. Well, you're not stopping. Right. Like, part of what we said was, hey, people are going to be able to say what they want and do what they want, you know, within the laws. Yeah, like, exactly. Nothing it says that they can't make a hurricane cake. Like, I, it just, I don't get it. And college campuses, you should be exposed to people that you don't like. Of course. Let the right wing whatever come give a speech. That of should course. not hurt your feelings so badly that you have to prevent it from happening. Of course. Again, you're so worried that other people are going to fall for his junk. Look, but not bad you. free speech with my What I'm worried speech. about is the guy in the dorm down exactly. the street. Exactly. What if he falls Don't worry for about this? him. Don't worry about mm-hmm. him. He's on his own. You can listen to this idiot, and then you can criticize him later, and you can have your guy or guy right. come up and give a speech later. They can debate. debate do whatever it, you want. Whatever. But you don't silence people like that. Right. Just, and why are college 
college is allowing it. Unless they're coming on campus and talking about causing harm to people. Exactly. You know you're I mean? threatening but, people. That's right, not that's covered. Right. Yeah, but if you you're just coming and saying, hey, this is my political ideology, this is what I think, stop it. Just let them talk. Or don't show up. Or don't show up. Yeah, you don't have to go. <laughs> right. I totally understand that, too. If you say, I don't want to listen to this idiot. I have a pretty good idea what they stand for. Okay, then don't go. That's totally fine. Uh, all right. No, we, we're almost done. we got to take a break. Right? Okay, but real quick, we'll just do one more. The heat, we talked about this at the top of the show, but goddamn, it's hot. And it's hot all over the Midwest, and Chicago's talking about uh, sending some kids home from school. I really am surprised that your kids, or at least more kids in this area, haven't been sent home from school. I, I did see in this thing, though, I found the one of the national story where they were they mentioned Kansas City Chicago Public Schools like this one will be rescheduling outdoor activities and bracing for those temperatures that will feel mm. like the triple digits. That will now, feel like. These red hot like. temperatures this late in August are actually pretty rare. If Chicago reaches 100 degrees today or tomorrow, it will be the first time in 30 years we see temperatures that high in August. One school district in suburban Chicago with little air conditioning has switched to remotely learning this week. Another pushing back the start of the school year from today to Friday. In Kansas City, students will be dismissed early all week. So I guess in Kansas City, I guess that's the Kansas City School District he's talking about. They get dismissed early all week. Just go home early. Come to school, do a half day, whatever. It's too hot. It's too hot. And I love when he says they could experience temperatures that feel like triple digits. Oh, really? That feel like triple digits? Well, we have triple digits. And it feels like it's about 140. Because as soon as I walk outside, my neck Burns, my and I'm all right with it. I understand it's the weather and sure, whatever, whatever. Like the wind chills, negative seventeen. I'm like that's negative seventeen. Then it, that's what. It that's is. how I like that because that's yes. what I feel. Yes. If you and say like, oh, the like. heat index makes it feel like it's 107. It's a goddamn 107. That's what it is. Right. I don't understand how you like if my oven doesn't say it's 265, but it feels like 314. <laughs> right. Like so it's not a thing. Like here. how is that? Like what yeah. is it? It's been 100 all week, and it's going right. to be, I guess, until Saturday. We will survive. Though. Okay, we'll take a break. Come back and finish Doom's going. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, we're going to finish Doom Scrolling here, but there is a big breaking news story yeah. out of uh, Russia. So everyone remembers the Wagner group? That's, yeah, that was the guy who was going to take over Russia. Yeah, Prigozhin, the guy he, who led this group, they were, what are they called, mercenaries? We yeah, call hired, hired military, isn't that what they are? Yeah. And then at one point they said, we're going to take Moscow or whatever. And they started going there, and then and they, they worked some sort of treaty out, and he went to uh, Belarus, right? Yeah, they, they, they ended up saying, I guess we don't have the support we thought we did. He ends up talking to Putin, and, and they're old buddies. I mean, he's mm-hmm. been friends with Putin for a while. He used to be a chef, chef, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, then he started this huge mercenary group that's been, I guess, a big part of Russia's ability to fight this war in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and big in Africa, mining all these precious metals and stuff. Mm -hmm. He's worth a lot of money, and he makes Putin a lot of money, it sounds like. But after he said, we're going to take Moscow, you're thinking, well, this guy's dead meat. Mm -hmm. But he had this meeting with Putin, and then they said, okay, uh, we're not going to do anything. Uh, Prigozhin said he's not going to try and take Moscow, and we're sending him to Belarus. Right. And the, the president or dictator or whatever of Belarus is there like, I'll take him, send him with me. Some sort of deal was worked out that made no sense. And, of course, it's hard to get information over here. The media has a hard time because the only stuff they get is from Russian state TV. Mm-hmm. So it's really hard to know what's actually going on. But the big news today is that a plane just crashed in Russia this morning, mm-hmm. and they're saying that everyone on board died, and that includes Prigozhin, right. that he was on this plane. Now, was it shot down? Did it crash naturally? Who knows? But, I mean, obviously, we all said how long until this guy mm-hmm. mysteriously uh, dies. Wagner link channel say Russia air defense shot down the plane. Okay. Uh, and then there's video of the crash. Uh, a telegram channel close to Russian security services. They say eyewitnesses that heard two loud bangs. Mm-hmm. Okay. I did Shortly just... beforehand. But the video, I mean, I don't know what he crashed into because it's flying and all of a sudden just starts spinning. 
Okay. Really? Yeah. So, <laughs> but, I, but I don't know much about. I mean, it got shot. Maybe they could say the engine died or something, and then just start spinning down. I it don't must know. have been shot by something. If it just started spinning in midair, then something shot it. And God, I wonder yeah. who could have done it. Yeah. Well, no the kidding. biggest headline here is that Russian aviation is reporting that all ten people on board uh, that civilian jet were killed, and the name of Yevgeny Prigozhin is on that passenger manifest. So, according to Russian aviation, Yevgeny Prigozhin has been killed in this plane crash. Uh, I just want to remind you guys that I did say that I would, wor- I would work at Sputnik uh, say for that free. It was an yeah. Embraer business jet so that crashed in Russia's Tver region. Uh, there's also uh, pro-military channels claiming uh, that the tail number, the registration number, also matched a plane belonging to the team of Mr. Prigozhin. Oh, yeah, it was shot. I'm looking at it right Very now. Sure. It was just flying, and then all of a sudden it's spinning, just to, the spinning to the ground. Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks like they shot the tail off of it or something because it just loses the ability to But I can't any see anything hit it, but I don't no, know. No, it's um, a grainy video, and it's from a distance, but it looks like it's flying, and then all of a sudden, doesn't it look like you can see oh, the tra- see no, you can see a trail of smoke. Yeah. So it looks like something blew up, something hit it, but you don't see anything. But you actually don't see hit anything it. hit it. No, no not, not in so. this video. But I mean, I don't know how planes work. I could. I, there's no way I could build one. <laughs> no, me neither. There's no way I can. Like I don't know. It's like made out, made out of metal. It's like and the, it goes in the air. Like right, it seems. Right. It's like boats. Like they weigh a lot and float. Like yeah. I couldn't do it. Doesn't so when I sense. see those things crash, I'm like, don't ask me how that happened. No, I know it'd be horrible to go back in time and like give us all the secrets of the future. Like I don't, I can't help you. I have right. no idea. I mean, I know that it exists, but Jesus Christ, I don't. Right. How does a boat work? I'm like, oh, make it flat on the bottom. No. Make like it this? big. Make it like, yeah, make it a triangle. Try like that. This. Yeah, try and make it a really big triangle. I think you need to have as much of the boat underwater as you want to have above <laughs> the water. Is that right? Does that sound right? Actually, and make it a B. I know it's got a B shape. Military oh, my dad had a boat with two Bs. Yeah, so you can maybe. make it flat, though, and make a John boat. Mm-hmm. Let me show you guys. Give me, some, give me something to carve <laughs> I'll draw it out for you here. <laughs> the Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, what's going on? We're finishing doom scrolling. A bear, an actual bear, the animal. Not not mouth from... Not the show. Yeah, not the I, show on Hulu that on nobody's seen except Snow Cone. No, mm-hmm. I know people watch it. But no, no, an actual bear, the animal, attacked a child in a suburb of New York City, just attacked them. So they send, you know, uh, police and they send wildlife, rangers, whatever the hell they're called. And the whole point is they go to find the bear and then they try and scare the bear off. Well, if the bear doesn't scare off and it it's like tries to charge at them, well, then they say this bear's got to die. And apparently this bear was not afraid of humans. They tried to scare it off. Normally a bear would run away. They didn't. So the bear had to die. The kid's in the hospital, but he's going to be okay. A terrifying encounter in a New York City suburb where a bear attacked a seven-year-old boy playing in his backyard. We live in the woods here, and that is a scary thing. Police say when they arrived at the home in Bedford, the bear was still there and didn't run off, despite attempts to scare it away, eventually forcing officers to take the wild animal down. Our concern was he did not retreat, so at one point he did advance, um, and when you have that many human beings, I would think that an animal of that kind would normally retreat, Listen, and it did it's- not sad and all but if a bear attacks a seven-year-old boy i don't care if it retreats when you get up there with more guys just shoot it yeah it already attacked a seven-year-old you know yeah. i'm sorry i know you're uh, going extinct and it sucks and you know we're taking up all your space and just 
We can't leave you be, but that's how it is. We own the place. Right. We own all of it. We're building bridges over swamps. Right. We do it all. You, know? you don't have opposable thumbs. Right, exactly. You can't use logic. So If, if you can find a way to survive if with If you were us, smart, you would have ran after you killed a kid. Right. Squirrels, that's what we do when we kill kids. Squirrels are killing. I mean, not me, but people. Right, people, yeah. If they run. They don't just stand there. There are animals that are like, I got this. Squirrels are doing a great job. They mm-hmm. just live amongst us, right. jumping from tree to tree. They Boxes. try to dodge cars. Foxes are doing Boxes, well. their population is even bigger. They just learned how to hide. I, I had never seen one my entire entire life until a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And now they're like in the neighborhood. Yeah. It's great. My mom had four of them in her yard. She put red foxes just walking in the yard. That was not a thing. So you got to adapt, bears. I'm sorry. I mean, I know you're big. You need more space. But don't go attacking seven-year-old boys. We're not going to stand for that. No. I don't, you know, it's sad. I don't want to be the one that has to shoot you, but somebody's got to shoot you. Once the animal attacks, it's got to go. Same with the squirrel. If the squirrel sure. bit someone, I'd say shoot the damn thing. But uh, it's your seven-year-old outside playing in the yard. So you start screaming. You go out there and look, and he's being attacked by a bear. I mean, what do you do in that scenario? Do you get a gun or do you just charge at the bear? As a parent, I'm guessing you momentarily forget about your own safety and you have one thought and it is go over there and get that bear away from my kid. So you probably don't have time to stop and think about maybe I should get a stick or a gun or whatever. You just probably run. And go, get out of here, bear. Right? Is that what you do? I or guess. Do you, I might mean, grab something. Yeah. If you see your kids being attacked, though, you're, you're yeah, in such a Something hurry. around me. Yeah. It's got to be something or something. Quick. Yep. Did you see? I, I know, just wrestle to the ground and choke it out. I know Lazo doesn't love news from other countries, but did you see the cable car thing in Pakistan? Look it up. Well, you, you've been on those cable cars before, cable right? Somewhere? Like at Disney? We used to have them at Worlds of Fun in Kansas City. I don't know if you remember that. You may be too young. But they would go... You know, like those wire cable cars, yeah, and they go yeah. over the park. I think they had them at the zoo for a little while. They still do, I think, so, don't Do they? they? Someone could correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure I rode them one at the zoo. But, man, these cable cars in Pakistan, these look like they're actually used for transportation, you know, in these areas that are mountainous or whatever. They get trapped. They're trying to get these kids out of this car. They can't get it done. They can't get the thing to move. So they start taking these kids out of there one by one, and they're basically hooking them to the cables with their hands in the air, and they're trying, they have to slide down yeah, these like cables lines. like a zip line to rescue these kids. Relief this morning after a heart-pounding mid-air rescue. Six children and two adults finally safe after one of the cables holding up their cable car snapped, trapping them 600 feet in the air for 16 hours. Feet. Military 16 choppers hours. on the scene rescuing this child. Seen here swinging out from the dangling car, hoisted up by a safety line. When it got too dangerous and dark for the choppers to be there, this daring responder seen climbing out onto the cable to set up a makeshift rescue line. How many hours did he say? 16. 16 at 600 feet. When you come up there to rescue me, I'm already dead. I have died from panic. There's mm. being trapped at 600 feet in that little car. It's like when those rides get stuck 300 yeah, feet know. in the air for three hours. I, I, Lizo, you know me. You jump? No, I think I just die. I'm a heart attack. Remember when my PO called me and said I, that the judge oh. was going to violate me? I passed out. I hit the I hit my head on a filing cabinet. <laughs> I can't handle that kind of stress. Did you really? Yes. I've been building up to this damn court case for a year. I delayed it like six times. I did everything I was supposed to do. I got it. I ruined it in one word. They extended my probation. I was all good to go. It was like not supposed to happen. They thought I was going to jail for sure. The company had already said, you can go to jail and we'll let you continue to work. (laughs) That's how awesome the company is. Like, well, you know. So you'll be gone for how long? I said you had to days? call me. Yep, you just have to call in. You have to use your call to call the radio station. <laughs> and explain to me what's going yep, on. So I said, okay, but I really didn't want to go to jail for 90 days. But I got there. The judge's like, well, you violated for doing exactly what you were on probation for. You have to go to jail. And then my PO's like, listen, Your Honor, he's a good kid, blah, blah, blah. Look at all these things he did. And the judge was like, uh, hey, read, read right. the letter that read I read the letter that Lazo wrote that said, like, you know, he's, a, he's working hard. He just got his first contract. He's been, yeah. you know, straight as an arrow. 
And uh, the judge was like, well, all right, take all this into consideration. I guess we'll start probation over. Soon as I get in the car and I'm telling Lazo what happened, Lazo goes on the air and goes, ha ha, the judge <laughs> fell for that BS line about you Jesus being a good worker. And the right. judge heard it. The prosecutor <laughs> heard it. So wow. I'm like, I don't because know. people listen to me, because you people idiot. people listen. They must <laughs> have been Jesus listening Christ. to see what How happens. do they hear? Because it's on the radio, dumb, dumb baby. And I've got this Dillard suit that I'm going to be making payments on I for months. I think a prosecutor or judge is listening to our it show. It was odd. I guarantee you they odd. are. We have doctors, lawyers, everybody. It was a little odd, because it was immediate. My PO calls me and says, hey, the judge and prosecutor said they heard what Lazo was saying on the air, and now he wants to violate you. And what did I do? I passed out, and I hit my head on the filing cabinet. Right. I went, They oh. probably tuned in after they read the letter. Huh? They probably read the letter and thought, what's this guy all about? And tuned in. That's when they heard well, it. They'd already given it to you. Yeah, I mean. They'd so, already given it off. Yeah, I get what you're saying. So, Cohen, like, who is this guy? He's on the radio. Let's, let's well, have a listen. they would have done that before. Yeah, maybe. Well, but point is, they heard it. P.O. calls me, says he wants to violate you. I pass out and hit my head on the filing cabinet. And then when I come to, my P.O.'s like, listen, the judge can't violate you now. He already hit his gavel. Only I can violate you. And I like you. I was like, oh. He's like, yeah, so just, you know. Keep doing good, and you're fine. I'm the only person who can violate you now. Yeah. So I spent the next three years. Getting violated getting, by him. And then he he got fired, and they brought in Maria, and she didn't like you, and she didn't like me. She yeah. called well, I didn't me, like her. Called me at 8 in the morning and said, you have to come do a drug test right now, because Lazo said I was high the day before when I wasn't mm-hmm. high. See? And then you passed it. Yeah, well, that was quite, a, <laughs> quite an episode. F Maria. As soon as I had to p- do that P test, it's funny how in this business that we work in, all of these people are suddenly surrounding me. Salespeople and everything are like, here's how you pass a test yeah, right? when you've been smoking weed. I mean, from, from you know, early 20s all the way up to the 60s, they're all coming up to me like, here's what you do. I got a plan. Take this stuff. Do this. You got to talk. To- They've all been through it before. And you so passed good. it. So there you go. Yeah, but I did pass it. That was crazy. And when I passed it, my PO, I have to go in to check in every month. So the month after the P test, I go in, check in with her. She goes, by the way, you passed your test. And I said, yeah, I knew I would. Which I didn't know I would. And I said, yeah, I knew I would. And I said, maybe you and I need to have a conversation about the difference between Reed and Slim Fast. And she goes, we do not. And I said, oh, okay, see you later. Have a good day. <laughs> she was really scary, man. She was scary. She was scary. Yeah, in that moment, I was like, yeah, listen, bitch. There's a few things you got to learn. And her response, I was like, okay, never mind. Yeah. She did not like me. I mean, her response was like, I know you passed that test and you shouldn't have. I wish we had money to give you better tests, but we don't. So we had to give you the said? cheap test. No, I know that's what she's thinking, oh. though. I know she's thinking, like, I know you shouldn't have passed that test, you moron. Don't sit here and lie to me. She was so mean. The guy before was so nice, you know? Why, why are you getting in that line of work if you're a, a mean person? Well, what else? Can, I mean, you, you can, I can't imagine I if go, you're a nice person, you want to do that. Go be a third grade teacher or something. Yell at those kids. Don't yell at us. We're already having a tough time. We have to get money orders for you every month and mm. wait in line to see you. And look, look at who our contemporaries are. You're just surrounded by losers. And you're like, I'm a loser. <laughs> look, there's no good people going in there. Nope. There's no one dressed up in a suit like, oh, here on my lunch break. It's all just. Well, and that's the other thing. It looks like too. an ICP convention. And you walk in. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm part also, of it. And like it's the, the only the person who's in charge of you is just. A higher rank. That's it. Juggalo. That's you're it. Like, you're a dumb dumb too. They're just white trash or whatever. <laughs> right. Like yeah. if you were any smarter, you wouldn't be here with me. <laughs> yep. And you keep telling yourself like, God, I got to get out of here. I'm better than this. But you're not. No. You're not. And then you violate. And like, we're gonna make you do this the rest of your life. You asshole. And you're like, God, I'm one of these people. I got to get my life together. When they finally, I don't know if you did this last week, but when they finally said they stamped the thing, boom. I've been on probation for almost five years. They stamped the thing and said you're done. I carried that piece of paper with me. That said, oh, I was yeah. done with probation. I moved to Seattle. I carried that piece of paper. When I went to Canada, I grabbed that piece of paper, made sure I had it in the rented car because I still had this thought 
that they were they were after me. Sure. When you're on probation that long, you still think that well, someone not only is that, that, that somehow they didn't fill out the paperwork. Exactly. Right. And they're if you don't fill out paperwork right, they violate you and send you to jail. But they never fill it out right. And they're yeah. like, yeah, sorry, nothing we can do about yeah. it. You're like, in your case, they just lose it all in a hurricane. Oh, sorry, man. Yeah, we just you know put Lost that stuff out. cabinet. We kept I'm it in like... a tent. Sorry, there was a hurricane. <laughs> so you're gonna have to start okay. over. So Lazo's got to start over in Kansas, do the exact same thing all over years again. later. That's why that fear exists because there's always those possibilities. Like, no, it's out there. Oh, it's, yeah. There's someone out there right now who's waiting to violate me, even though I don't think I'm on probation. I, I, but I might be, you know? Yep. It's just a feeling that never leaves. Uh, okay, Lazo, your gal, Drew Barrymore. I mean, everyone's gal. Who doesn't like Drew Barrymore? Everybody loves It's her. like not liking Jeff Goldblum. It makes no sense. Wait, that's Every, not the same. Everyone loves Drew Barrymore. It's the exact same. Uh, Drew Barrymore has a stalker. Celebrities have stalkers all the time, especially women. They have a lot of stalkers. And Drew Barrymore was on stage, and, you know... A typical Drew, I feel like she's handling it pretty well, and this guy runs up there and starts talking to her. But, you know, he's saying, I need to talk to you. You know me. I need to talk to you. That's scary. Because what he's probably saying is, you know me because I send you letters every single day, you know, signed in pig's sure. blood or whatever. I mean, Lazo, you had that guy leaving letters in your... Who's that guy? I had the emails coming to me where they sure. were s- saying they were going to kill me. Uh, if you're an actual celebrity, I can't imagine. You must have I mean, all the letters all the you write to a war machine? I've never written a letter... To warm him. I hope he's well reformed and, you know, realized the error of his ways and he can live a long, well, fruitful it's his life. Fault. No, I'm just, I, I've never said anything bad about War Machine. Well, you just said you hope he's reformed, so obviously he did something bad. Well, know. he knows that he, I think he knows that what he did, he went a little far by yeah. almost killing that woman. You know, that was unnecessary. He was framed. He's hopefully learned, he was framed. Yeah, someone framed. else did that. <laughs> hey, there's two people here. One of them's named War Machine, and he's on steroids. <laughs> the other one's named Carl, and he's crying right now. Keep talking, dum-dum. Keep talking. Drew Barrymore. I, if I had to guess, my, my thoughts were it was Carl. It was Carl. You think it was Carl? I assume. And War Machine's like, damn it. Yeah. I, I always get judged because of my name. You keep talking yeah. and laughing. Uh, Drew Barrymore has the stalker. She had when to, he violates you. She had to be rushed off stage you when this Maria guy was bad. kept shouting her name. These security guys were instantly on the guy. They could tell this guy is not okay. Sell people. Oh, my God. Say, yes. Hi. I'm Chad Michael Busto. You know who I am. I need to see you at some point while oh, I'm hearing you. Okay. I need to see you. I'm Chad Michael Busto. You know who I am. No, man, why are you giving yourself three names already? <laughs> right. Because like, we all know now you kill people. Exa- you're trying to, at right. the very least. Did you watch that stalker thing on Netflix? You have to watch that. It's just all people talking about their stalkers and then what they try and do with the law. And the law is basically like, can't do anything until they hurt you. Yeah. It's so bizarre. They can, they can say horrible things. I'm outside your window. All these things. And they call the cops. And the cops like, well... You know, if he, if, he, if he hurts you in any way, then we can get a restraining order. It's like, you can, why do you have to wait? Right. We need better laws about stalking and threatening people. Like, I don't know, laws that say it's illegal. Yeah, just writing letters to people in prison, calling them douchebags. I don't do that. I okay. don't do that. I've never written a letter in my life. That, that's true. I don't think I've ever written a letter on paper. Never. So I certainly haven't sent one to War Machine. Okay. It just hasn't happened. When you were a kid, did your parents still get letters? From like family members, like your uncle would send a letter. Or, do they still do that? My grandmother, maybe. Yeah, my mom got letters. She would write letters to my brother. They wrote letters back and forth. He would send, you know, it's like yellow notebook paper and be like three pages long. Here's how we're doing. Here's what's going on. And at the time, I thought nothing of it because I was a kid. But looking back, I'm like, dude, you had a telephone. Yeah. Why were you writing letters? That that, that wasn't normal. It wasn't seem, the telephone wasn't seem didn't seem personal. It's the everything's cyclical. So I remember my grandmother saying to my dad, "You always just call me on the phone." Okay. You don't write a letter because a letter would meant it was more, more personal, personal, well thought out, right? With. Okay. But then, you know, email came around and they're like, you don't ever call me, you just email me, which is a letter. Yeah. 
why don't you call? And it's like, now it's like text, which is a letter. Yep. And now they're like, you should call. Why I want to hear your voice. Exactly. So it's like, you know, it's all just whatever you're doing, someone's going to bitch about it. Yeah. It's just weird that in my lifetime, people are still writing letters occasionally. I, I think it could have just been my brother, I guess, but I'm pretty sure we got letters from like my uncle and stuff like that. Do you, you don't remember that happening? Uh, I just seen the ones you sent to War Machine. I did one. not send any letters to War Machine. Okay. I've not said anything bad about War Machine. Snowcone, please. Can I get a little help here? Man, you're on your own. I would come to your aid. No, Snow you cone. wouldn't. Yes, I would. It's something like this, something no, that bo- bothers you this much. I've never said a bad thing about that guy in my life. We just heard you. I said I hope he's reformed. Yeah, but obviously he did something bad. He knows the he error knows of his he ways. He did something bad. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you're yeah. saying he doesn't know that. I'm saying I don't know what he did. I wasn't there. Okay, fair. I don't know what <laughs> I he did. I don't have any don't judgment whatsoever. Okay, fine. I wasn't there. I wasn't I there. I wasn't on the jury. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no opinion. I have no opinion. <laughs> Literally all have no idea what he did or didn't do. You're right. None. It doesn't involve me. I have nothing to do with him. That's why I don't write him letters. Well. Let's move on, Snowcone. Push the button. The Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! What's going on? All right, so I want to know. Snowcone won't tell me because he doesn't like talking about it, but I feel like you will. Do you remember when you realized that you were attracted to women? Yeah, I mean, I was a kid, you know, like TV shows. Charlie A's Angels, maybe, something, you know. But So for you, it's not a specific memory of, like, I remember feeling this way. Oh, see, I have that moment. And I, I, people online were talking about this. It seems like a lot of people had it. So I thought, oh, well, maybe everyone remembers. And there were gay mm-hmm. people talking about when they realized, you know, oh, I'm supposed to like girls, but this, yeah, I'm attracted to this guy. And they remember those very specific things. For me, I've already told you it was, uh, you know what it was, right? Mm-mm. It was Kim, Big Rush. Kim Cattrall. In, oh, Mannequin. In Mannequin. That movie was on, I don't know, Cinemax or something. She's a man. If you haven't seen it. There's a mannequin at the department store. She comes to life. Who hasn't seen it? And yeah, I mean, I've seen them both. Um, and she's very seductive. I mean, look, it's Kim Cattrall, right? She's well, of course. she's. You have to admit, she's a, a ten. She's up there with Jennifer Aniston. She's she's perfect, right? Right. Do you not agree? No, I do. And maybe it's just because she introduced me to the idea of being horny for women. But that became that was my moment. I mean, Kim Cattrall was my moment where I realized, oh. I like women, but you don't remember yours. You're like, no, I mean, I was really young, but I remember like, you know, Charlie's Angels, you know, like I was young. So like teenagers had like the pictures up, but I didn't, you know, I was too young to watch it, I think. But I remember thinking like, man, that fair faucet. Yeah. Gives me a boner. Even though I didn't know what a boner was. Right. You didn't know why you had it. I think I came downstairs and my mother was like, what is that? Like, what are you doing? And I was like, it just points me to Farrah Fawcett's house. (laughs) I mean, being... I follow it like a weatherman. Being She's like, okay, that's not how it works. I didn't really understand that whichever way I turned it. (laughs) Right. It was just going to be smart. Trust me, there's something in any direction you point. (laughs) Just keep going and eventually you'll find something that you like. Especially that age. I, mean, I can't imagine as a grown woman, my mother thought like that. Like that just that's just like a guy, just following his wiener around yep. in any direction. As a kid. <laughs> I just follow this. I mean, look, we don't have to talk and about that. And literally nothing's changed. Right. And, and it's like, well, this is it. This is who he is now. <laughs> and this is who he's going to be the rest of his life. Right. And I, I, we don't have to get into it because I know it's private. And it didn't happen but... for you know, guys on TV. So right. there you go. But being a parent of a boy, especially if it's your first kid, you know, the, the first boy that you raise, I got to think that those are some awkward moments when they start to get to that age. I don't know how you handle it. I don't know how your parents handled it. Sounds like your mom mentioned it. 
My mom. Well, she didn't have any other option. Right. I didn't realize what it was when I came down in my boxers with a boner. So you you weren't embarrassed or uh, I didn't, you didn't have any was. reason. She right, okay. really was like, I knew it was. What bad. are you doing? And then I was like, this leads me to Jacqueline Smith's house. Yeah, yeah. I see. I, I knew. She's my... like, okay, well, okay. And I think you know, no, we didn't talk about there it. There was no other talks though, right? We didn't have any talks at my house, but I, I knew my wiener was naughty. I I knew that. Like as soon as I felt something for Kim naughty. Cattrall, I was like, "This is wrong. This I is knew naughty." My wiener was naughty. I knew it. I mean, when when Kim Cattrall did that to me, watching that movie, I was like, "My parents aren't going to love me anymore because you I am have now, a boner." Yeah, because I am now a horny sinner. Right? I'm a sinner. My wiener's oh, being I didn't naughty. Think like that. See, I grew up going Jesus, to church. The guilt. Yeah, right. That's what you know. Catholicism, what Episcopalianism. Do, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Right. So I knew. It's not like my priest had to tell me, "Listen." If your wiener moves, that's naughty. He didn't have to say that. I just knew that everything was bad. I think my mom just said when I was little, if you're playing with your wiener, go to your room. That was never said at my house. Oh, yeah. I think she might have said that when I came down with it. Like, right, go to your room. Yeah, no like, way. You can play with your wiener. Just don't do it in the living room or the kitchen. <laughs> like, yeah, all right. No. No like, nobody way. was ever weird about it. They're like, just go to your room. Yeah, no. We did not talk about it. That so was you have a, not a thing. You know, yeah. I mean, there was one time my mom knocked on the bathroom door and she's like, will you answer the phone? You've been in there forever. And I realized at that moment, she knows what I'm doing because mm-hmm. I've been in this bathroom for way too long. I keep going back to the bathroom. People keep calling for me and I say, I'm busy. Yeah. And so someone had called and she was banged on the door. She's like, what are you doing in there? She knew. Yeah, she's like, get, get out of there and answer the damn phone. I don't ever do that. I was like, oh, damn. I would I, never do that. As a parent? Yeah. Right. Just leave. leave We're alone. And I think my mom and dad It's so easy. Do. I have no idea. Like, I don't even really know if What's they do on? or they don't. Have right. no idea. Don't need to no, know. Don't question it. They're like, hey, I'm going to go upstairs. I'm like, okay. They could be, you know, take don't a shower know. or not. None Who knows? of my business. Who knows? Exactly. None of your business. And trust me, as close as you are with your kids, yeah. doesn't matter. They don't want to talk about it. No. There's no reason to have a and discussion about it. the door's closed, I knock. Right. Yo. Yeah. I mean, look. Would it have been cool if my dad was like, oh, you like Kim Cattrall? Huh? Let me get you some other movies. That would not have been cool. But that would be, that would not that would be inappropriate. Cool. By the way, also not abuse. cool. You would have been like, my God. Well, if he started Stop like, talking about If he started like, you know, no, sneaking videos into cool. our video collection. Okay, that not that would have not been cool. Well, it would have been cool for you me, would, right? No. It just you would have been, been more embarrassed and weirded out. Well, he did have a lot of movies that he never watched. He would copy all these movies, you know, from the video store with his camcorder. And then he had all these movies there he never watched. So I would just go through them and look for the... The good parts, and I was the only one who ever watched those movies. I don't remember them ever pulling out a movie from our collection and watching it. Snowcone claims he doesn't remember when he realized he was straight. That's not true. Because he's I thought still... he did. I thought it was a leotard thing or something. When did you realize you were straight? No, it wasn't a leotard thing. There was. I Wait, how would that make him realize movie. he was straight? Because like the... he got a because boner he, yeah. over himself <laughs> for the girl in a leotard. The girl it put him in a leotard. leotard. The girl put him in a leotard and drove him around to Lincoln. That's, That's not a what true it was. Story. We okay. were watching. My sisters were watching. Like uh, I think it was the Leprechaun. And there yeah, was a, Jennifer Aniston. Isn't Jennifer Aniston in it? Courtney Cox? One of them's in it. I don't remember. I was so young. But I remember that she got her boobs out, and I was really into it. For the oh. Leprechaun? No, her, she got her boobs out, he said. Probably, maybe oh, it was I thought Cox. you got a boner for the Leprechaun. No. I'm pretty sure Jennifer Aniston like, I'm not the sure that proves. I'm not sure what that proves. Except I just want to see the topless chick, and I was into it. All yeah. right, look, I know it's difficult to try and hold two thoughts uh, in one conversation, but I mentioned that Julia has a TikTok. Oh yeah, our old friend Julia. Well, let's uh, get to that next. That's gone viral. I'll uh, I've got the audio if you'd like to hear it coming yeah. up. I'll I'll play we'll it for you. You're gonna like it. The Church of Laszlo. Yo, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We're gonna get to Julia and her uh, her viral fame mm-hmm. viral. We got to get Billy ba- Bragg. I knew you wanna wrote hear that. a response song to the Richmond from North Rich- of Richmond. Yeah, whatever that's right. But more than that. And we just stumbled across very interesting information. I told you two weeks ago we were sitting here. I said, "There's something wrong with him." I did. There's too. something going on. You said you too. He's like, "No, no, nothing going on." 
And then we just found out uh, that within the last three weeks or a month, you broke up with, there's no more kinks. You broke up with your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Or she broke up with you. Who broke up with who? No, I think it was a mutual What thing. do you mean? There's never mutual. Someone, someone brings up the idea. Um, Not uh, everybody at the same time walks in the room and goes, I've been thinking, me too. Like maybe in the movies. We but... got in a fight and I walked out and that was it. I guess if you have a fight, it could be sort of mutual. Like, I hate you leaving. You're like, fine. Then it's yeah, sort of yeah. mutual. Yeah, we yeah but someone's mad out. to start the fight. Yeah, that's true. Right? So yeah. when I did the tickle test on who? you, th- I, I, I think she was mad at me and I got mad at her. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, come on. You know. You just don't want to talk about it. There's, uh, clearly that, that argument stands out in your mind. You know exactly what it I don't was. Know. We, word, were word. On, we were sitting on the couch and my... I mean, there's more to it okay, than yeah, the one single it. fight. I guess my headphones were too loud, and she was trying what? to watch TV or something, and she got pissed off and walked to her room. And She got mad that your headphones were too I guess. Loud? I, I really don't know. I don't know. Wait, your headphones, you, she's trying to watch TV, and you have your headphones on. I had my AirPods in, yeah. I guess it was too loud. I don't know. And she said, this is ridiculous. I can't even watch TV. No, she just got up and walked away and was like, you know, just kind of, like I said, you, there's more to a relationship. Like, we, we know each other so well, and I know she was pissed off, and so I got pissed off because of it, and we started fighting, and I walked out. That was it. And you haven't talked to her since? No. Because the headphones too loud? Again, there's a lot more to it. I than know, that but that's fight. like the final thing. But there's a lot more in, to it than that. We, we we fought too much. That was basically it. So when I came in that day and did the tickle test, and and I said, you yeah, didn't he pass. was broken up with her. Yeah, were you already single? Yeah, I've, it's been like a month and a half. And I, last we knew I it. Told you, I told you. Mm-hmm. You know what? You, hey, congratulations, by the way. <laughs> Because I feel like you have been, I've noticed that you seem like you're in a better mood. Yeah, I, I feel like am. you beat us to work a lot more often. You know, you seem less stressed. Mm-hmm. So maybe the relationship was stressful. Yeah. And so now you're feeling good? Yeah, I feel good. Hmm. Well, you know, it happens. Relationships. Look at me, I know, you're, try, so you're trying to pry. I know. There's, I mean, well, I've already pried. I, I just yeah, like I looking just, at you like you just, you're not, like right now, looking, I mean, people I can see you on I Twitch. I care to talk about, you know, I don't, I don't it's very uncomfortable. What was stuff? There was stuff that he told us that we didn't talk I don't about. Want to we were being nice or at hmm? the time. He's told us stuff about the relationship that we didn't oh, yeah. talk about at the time because we we're being nice and he was in a relationship. I now don't that he's want to out talk it, about it, I don't want to demean the person. She's a, she's a nice. Well, I don't person. think I. I think you're really uh, being a little optimistic here that I would take your side and demean her. <laughs> <laughs> I think, boy, boy, that's a good part. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure that she's the one who should be worried about it right now. She, if she is listening, she's like, "Go get him, Lotsy. Yeah, go get him." True. How long did you date? It was a like a year, About a year and a half or so. Wow. Okay, because I remember when you you met on like a dating app, right? Mm-mm. Oh, I thought you did. I thought you came in. I remember oh, you coming in one day. On Instagram. Oh, mm. Instagram. Instagram can be better than dating apps. Honestly, I wonder how many relationships are. Formed through Instagram compared to like Tinder or those things. I think it might hook up more people. Why are your headphones so loud? Why are they going to be so loud? Other AirPods don't even get that loud. Yeah, they weren't that loud. I don't know. Well, they're loud enough that she couldn't watch her TV. That's the thing. I don't think it was that. It's more. It's just we. I don't think she. she, Did she say it was your headphones were too loud? Yeah. Do you think I'm mad because your headphones are loud? She didn't say I'm mad because your headphones are loud. She She just got up and was like, "Your headphones are too loud." Yeah. She did say your headphones are too loud. Yeah. So could it be, I'm saying it's, it can't just be that. There's more to it. I just don't think we like each other. Could, could it be that you had headphones in and she's watching TV and she feels like you're not hanging out with her because you've got headphones in and you should be no, watching TV I, with I her? I don't think it was the headphones at all. I think we just didn't like each other. Then we fought. How much. could you not like each other? You guys made big whiteboards of the Bachelor and stuff. Yeah, Seems yeah, like we it. had good times. I think by the end we were just kind of over each other. Yeah. Well, that happens. Yeah, that mm-hmm. happens. So now what? So now you're trying to get laid? Sure. Yeah, but what? I mean, who wants to screw a guy who puts his headphones in too loud? <laughs> That's a good point. Like, when I think about it, like, <laughs> wow, how AirPods. annoying. How loud could they be? They don't get They're loud enough. They That's don't my biggest get loud, loud enough exactly. to bother people. Apparently. No, not that right. loud. Yeah, well, 
I mean, I, I get what you're saying. And you would there think you would say, hey, can you it. turn it down first, right? You, you must have had fights leading up to that. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's, so there's, there's, already there's a lot that goes into A lot into of tension it. already. Right, and then it's not some, about the headphones. It just boils over. Right. Yeah. So you walked out, you're Ooh. arguing, and you say, well, fine, I'll just leave. Yeah. And then you leave, and she never texts yeah. you or anything? Uh, I mean, I blocked her, so I don't know. Right when you left, you blocked her? I love the block. You blocked, and then never, you haven't gone back? Nothing. Young people do the block thing. I've never blocked uh, anybody. No interaction. I mean, she could get in touch with you if she wanted to. Like via Instagram or X or something. I mean, we're all blocked on everything. Wow. Just move on. I've never done that. Has she blocked you? Yeah. So you you did unblock her and look at yours to see if she had blocked you. There's at least some sort of I didn't block her on Instagram. Oh, but, you, but she's blocked you. I just blocked you. her number. Yeah, she blocked me. Yeah. So, yeah, how do you know? Because I've never blocked someone. Do you, you unblock her and then you try and send a they text? And if, it's, if it's green, then you know that she's blocked you? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, didn't, I haven't texted her. You didn't know. try. But he knows if he looks for her on Instagram, which he obviously did, she doesn't show up. Yeah, I mean, I haven't right. looked in a while. Is that how it works? You just you look and it's like the name's not even yeah. there? Or yeah, is it, it just private? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Man, young people do that a lot. I mean, I know I you're, 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 you're no, like, no hard feelings. I just, you know. You think I old people do that too? I just, talk. the whole blocking thing, I hear like Brooke's sisters talk about it and their friends, like, oh, you know, well, we got, I blocked him. He blocked me. We're blocking him on social yeah. media. Hey, I need you to block this guy on social media. I'm like, I don't even know this person. Like, well, you follow him. Right. I need you to block him. I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. Right. <laughs> That's fine. But there's a lot of blocking that goes on these days when a relationship ends. Were you sad? Well, yeah, I mean, it sucks. Okay, you didn't. He didn't well, seem like mean sad. Though. I mean, if you guys weren't getting along, and maybe like you're yeah, like, yeah, I mean, it's for the best. Yeah, for sure. Right. I mean, but you never want a relationship to you don't get in one to you know leave it. Oh, you don't get married to get divorced, right? Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's certainly on <laughs> I your guess mind. I'm talking to you too. It's on your mind. You know, it's you know, <laughs> it's, it's an option. option. Yeah. If it wasn't, you wouldn't be doing that. It was just like they said. If you got in a relationship, you could never get out of it. You wouldn't get in it. I'm not getting in. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was sad, but it's fine. Also, every relationship you've ever been in ended, just like me. So you know, you just have to go into it thinking, well, I've been in a lot of these. And they've all ended, so odds are this one will end, end too. too. They right. all end. Mm-hmm. They all end. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's how it goes. You got to you got to think that way. So she moved on yet? Do you know? I have no idea. How yeah. do we find out? Can I look her up? Yeah, I can right now. Yeah, see you, what's going on. You know how to look her up, Lazo? Yeah. You, do, do you think she blocked us, Snowcone? I have no idea. No. Oh man. Oh no man. Way. Oh man. So do you? The, the last relationship I had where I, I was broken up and I really wanted to like see what the person was doing mm-hmm. was my, my high school girlfriend. We broke up when we were 22 or whatever. And I was a little obsessed, right? I wanted, I wanted her to post stuff on MySpace. I just I wanted to know what she was doing. I was curious. Is she dating someone? Mm-hmm. Do you have that with this relationship or not so much? Mm, not really. I mean, maybe a little bit here okay. and there, but not really. But you know what I'm talking about. You've yeah. done that before, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Where you really want to check on you the person. You really want to know, yeah. And if they're blocked, if they block you, you ask friends, hey, can you look? Yeah. But you haven't done that. You haven't asked me I to think that's more up. like when I, you know, you can just start when you don't want the relationship to end. But this was like, you know, we, I think, I think both of us were over it. Yeah. Okay. Well, she's not in my recent searches. I'm back on the Fantasy Ranch uh, Instagram, so I'll mm-hmm. probably be stuck there for a while. But Laszlo, do you see her? Yeah, I see her. Oh, you do? Yeah. Is she with guys? Mm, she looks great. Oh, that's what they do, she don't they? She is very good looking. Yep. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and then they make sure, put your best face right. forward afterwards, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, look what you screwed up. Mm-hmm. Look what you missed out on. Blonder than ever. Yeah, it happens. But Snow Kong, just keep this in mind. Look at that. Oh, yeah. We What's can that? go there. Yeah, we can. The strip club. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, that exists. Mm-hmm. So if you start feeling low or whatever, just let me know. I'm good. You know, or if you want me to put on a, a body fishnet body socking or something and 
Play with my ass. Now I'm looking to say, play with your what? Holy You Jesus. know, if you get lonely, if you just need human contact, like, you know, we fought all the time, but I do miss the sex. That can happen for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. Like, man, I had, you know, no, I had a regular sex routine. Yeah, I absolutely. had a reliable source for sex. And then when you're fighting and it ends, yeah. that, it's after that that you remember, damn, yeah, it sucks. I'm going to get horny again right. and now I don't have anyone to have sex well, with. Well, you know, you're and fine. For, for you some find people, people. You do. You're very good at finding people. Yes. Good for you. Mm. I'm proud of you. You're a good looking guy. I'm through here, but Girls it looks like you. everything that had your face on has been deleted. Makes sense. Wow. Mm. Yeah. That's the way it goes well, now. Official. Mm-hmm. It's official. That's the way it goes. Did my ex do that? Did she delete all the pictures of me? I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I never went back that far on hers. Yeah. Well... Snow cone, snow cone's out there. It sounds like I'm out there. He's out there. He's available. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is uh, He's six annoying. foot six foot three. Listens to his headphones way too loud. <laughs> yeah, way too. That's loud. the you know pros and cons. Cons. His AirPods are always really loud when you're trying to watch the Fraser <laughs> reboot. But he's a good dad. He's a good dad, and yeah. uh, he's got a job in radio. Mm-hmm. And let's talk about what's important. He's six three with broad shoulders. So that's the big. You thing. don't really. That's the thing. I hear that about you all the time. I can play guitar. Anytime I'd ask a girl, is he attractive? I mean, yeah, he's just he's tall. He's got broad shoulders. He looks good. He does play guitar. Soft as cotton. So if you're looking for a man, that's that true. ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't it. He's a crying little bitch. Yeah, sensitive. So if you're looking for that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's soft. Like if you're yeah. like, I want a man's man, that ain't it. No, very no. Sensitive. You're like a man who's in touch with emotions and will cry and that's beg me. you to be nice yeah. to him. That's me. I'd say Snowcone's the most sensitive. I'm the second most sensitive, mm-hmm. and Lazlo's the least sensitive, mm-hmm. right? Is that fair? I'm right in the middle of you two, I feel like. So I can relate to some of those things sometimes, but then other times I'm like Snowcone. Stop being so sensitive. Yeah, right. just, just move on. But a lot of women are have struggled in the past with men because they aren't sensitive. Sure. At all and they won't talk right. about right. and They're looking yeah. for it's someone. Yeah, you just got out, out of a relationship with a real man. You're looking for something else. Snow cones available. <laughs> yeah. That's me. Snow cones available. I'm here. Right? Yeah, man. Right. Oh man. By the way, Keeks, are you looking for a dude who does not give a damn about you? <laughs> I'm here, baby. I do not care if you get mad at me or not. Don't get. And if you get up and storm off in the other room because you're mad, I ain't following. <laughs> That's true. I ain't That's following. True. Like we ain't no gonna problem. argue about well, that. I'd be like, just, there you go. Yep. See you later. Have a good night. Yep. Anybody looking for that guy? Right here. Yeah. Anyway, it'll be the last time we say it. Good show, Keeks. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo.